Hey, it's Hypemore. I'd like to give our first official apology on behalf of King of the World Chat to all of the audio files out there. Some of our listeners won't even notice, but if my audio track sounds a little bit like a speaking spell with laryngitis ran through Optimus Prime's sweaty jockstrap, just know that this situation was entirely preventable, and it should be back to normal next week. I won't mention any names here. Thanks for tuning in. Three, four, five, six, seven... You know what? I'm so proud of you. Last time you could only count to five, so you're doing better. Ha 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 ha. Well, some teacher you are then. Oh, it's got that shape, baby! Is that even start in the correct place? No, I'm not a teacher. I'm just the one that's... That is uh, clear. That is clear, sir. Thank God I don't have to teach you to count to eight. <laughs> that's what I'll say. Well, you can't count to nine. No, I'm terrified of nine. No, you don't have to be terrified of nine. Yeah, because it got eaten. Yep. Seven, eight, nine. Anyways. Any dang way. Any dang way. Why did seven eat nine? Why did seven eat nine? Seven, eight, nine because... Seven was very hungry. It had so, been a long time since they'd had anything to eat since they lost their job, which in the economy that Seven was in, it was, uh, you know, the only thing that could be expected. That's what happens when, um, when Microsoft takes over the world after acquiring Activision Blizzard King, which, uh, might not happen might have well, well excuse me it will probably happen the uh, powers that be don't want it to happen because they've realized that um this will be a monopoly on things besides call of duty um but you can check out more reputable game news channels if you want to find out about that that would not be us no the reputable part. We could be a game news channel. Uh, we're just not very good. I hear there's a game called Halo. It um, no. is a game. Halo stopped at three. They made a third one? Or yeah. I just found out about the first one. Halo, like I say, there's Halo, and then there's Halo 2, and then there's Halo 3. And then there's The Fall of Reach and ODST. Next, you're going to tell so me they it. renamed Jumpman. I'm not touching that one. I don't. I don't, I don't speak that game's name. Uh, Donkey Kong. Hmm. I don't know that one. What's Donkey Kong? It's the game the Jumpman is in. Hmm. Don't know that one either. Uh, he's got uh, little overalls and like a mustache and a hat. Mm. Kind of looks like the hat in the back. Doesn't my, sound uh, very iconic at there? all. Jump man? Yeah. Yeah, I don't think it'll work. Yeah. I, think, uh, I don't think I don't think that'll catch on ever. And that's been the news. <laughs> Welcome back to King of the World chat. Where the news is 30 mm. years old. Mm. And it doesn't matter. All right, now that is an intro.
Now that's a deal. <laughs> Every time I think of that, like, do you remember what the deal was? I don't remember what he was saying it about. Oh, you don't? It was mm -mm. two items. Well, I remember one of them was chocolate Yoohoo. But I don't remember what the um what the food snack item was. It wasn't the angel dust nuts. No. Wasn't that gushers? It was Gushers. It was Gushers, and that's exactly yeah. what it was. Hi. Hi. Yeah. Now that's the deal. <laughs> no, that's a, yeah. God dang it. Now that's the deal. That man reproduced. More than once. Oh, yeah. I forgot. Good on you for getting some at least twice. Um, all hmm. right. Well, all right. Well, we've covered the news and uh, we've um, the spoken uh, to, in vague references that no one will understand. We had a friend one time who, uh, presumably, is uh, still exists in the world. It's been a whole minute, and um, He'll pop up. he always does. He was a very, uh, he was a what did we say a long time ago? He was a generous motherfucker, yeah. He, he is a generous guy. You get, you could say a lot about him, but you, you can't take that from him. And a long time ago, um, when we were shit, dude, fuck, that was probably 10 years ago. God damn. Oh, that hurts. That was, that was 10 years ago. It was more than eight years. No, dude, some of that. Oh, no, Which that is more than reference? 10 years ago. That is I know. way more than 10 years ago. That's like, nah, that was like 13, 14, dude. No, I wasn't 13 years ago. You're in your 30s. That was yeah, in your teens. It was 10 years ago. It was like 2013 at the most. No, not at that time. Not at the you and Gushers. It was dad dead? No. Dad was alive? Yeah. Dad died in 2013, bro. Yeah, but that was when... During... So if it was before that... No, that was during a certain era. It was prior to... Okay. I don't know when anything is anymore. Uh, time is broken. My dog is... No, um because that would be the Durango. My dog is on his back. He thinks he's people. Look at him. He's got all four legs up in the air. <laughs> you can't see it very well because it's all... It's all dark back there, but... Yeah. Anyways, he got a deal on uh, Gushers and Chocolate Yoohoo at Walmart one time. I don't know what the hell we were going to Walmart... You, that's what you, I feel like there's a phase in life that's part of like growing up uh, not long after or around, you know, high school ending in America where someone has a car and you have the ability to go out at night. So you go to the only place that's open, which I don't even think is open anymore post pandemic because the one and you go to Walmart. I remember um, several shenanigans. That we could uh <laughs> talking about getting on the intercom. Oh, there was a bunch of shenanigans. We could talk about the yellow uh barrier thing. Oh, that goes. We could yeah. talk about the I remember a long time ago walking there. You weren't there for that one, but no, uh is this the one I'm thinking of? I wasn't. We walked from the movie theater, which I don't even know what it is anymore, in Wacko. Uh, to the Walmart down the street from there on Franklin. And uh, I remember playing Guitar Hero 
when it was on display still in uh, Walmart. But yeah, you go to get into shenanigans because it's open and you probably just annoy the people that are just working their job that they love being at and they're definitely getting paid well for. And um, in the middle of the night of all th- times, because you're a kid and you that's what you do, you know, you um, generally inconvenience people and you get a deal on uh, chocolate, Yoo-Hoo, and Gushers and you say, now that's the deal. Whoosh. And then it sticks with me for some amount of time that is greater than 10 years, but less than 20 years. One of these days, we'll tell you about it. Until then, you'll just have to wonder. Speaking of um, snack foods, it would be a strange combination to uh, consume the chocolate yoo which is not... Would you? Is that like chocolate milk, kind of? Would you call it like... It's like a canned chocolate milk. My God. You can't, when, you, you can't when you say it actually, like that. So there's a funny thing about the whole. Yeah, yeah it's, canned it's called chocolate, chocolate drink for a reason. Chocolate drink. It's more like chocolate water than chocolate yeah, milk. Yeah, so it's like you can't call that milk is the problem. No. you. Well, you can. But you <laughs> no, can you tune a piano, wrong. but you can't tune a fish. Well, you'll be you able can to tune a piano, but you can't from... call it chocolate milk. It's chocolate drink. It really is. They legally cannot call it chocolate milk. <laughs> There's no milk in there. What it, is? It's. I'm dude, gonna see if like, I can find. Uh, what is it? Man, don't go looking under the hood. Under the hood? Don't go looking under the hood. The first ingredient is, in fact, water. The second ingredient, I'll bet you, you could guess. So, <laughs> high fructose corn syrup. Chocolate drink, yoo-hoo. Anyways, it would be a strange combination if you drank chocolate yoo-hoo and the Gushers, like the, uh, I guess the it's Gushers. candy. I guess it's candy. What yeah. would you consider? It's, like, it's a gummy. With yeah, a but it feels weird to call it candy. It's a gummy. I guess gummies are candy, yeah, but I don't a, know why that feels candy. weird to me. Yeah, but I don't know. For some reason in my mind, that doesn't So do you gel. think fruit roll-ups aren't candy? No, I mean, I guess uh, I, w- I wouldn't call it a, f- a fruit. <laughs> well, I it's definitely not. not a vegetable. It's wax is what it is. <laughs> Say uh, candy wax. It's high fructose corn syrup. In solid form. And let's face it, no one fucking ate it piece by piece. Only savages and mental, like the mentally deranged. Um, you wad that shit up and you chew it like like a real American. Is it all the same thing? Like, pretty no. much? Like, Gushers has some, like, okay, I know it's not the same thing, okay? I don't need you to be Mr. I don't need you to be Captain Literal over here. I'm just saying, you take fruit roll-ups, you mm-hmm. take fruit by the foot, you take yeah. the Gushers, they're all pretty much cut from the same uh, part of the cow. I would say they come from the same family branch of the candy tree a bit, Yeah. The branch of the candy tree. Well, I've been trying to segue, and I had a good segue because mixing gushers and chocolate yoo-hoo would be a strange food combination. What is a strange food combination that you enjoy that people might not think is conventional? And you could it could be two things that you eat together. Like you don't have to literally Apparently, cook them. Apparently, the fact that I like pineapple pizza is one of them. 
No, fucking pineapple pizza does not count for that. Now, like, for the record, I, pineapple, saying, I think the vast majority of the internet would disagree. No, I don't give a shit, first of all, what the vast majority of the internet agrees or disagrees with. You can make a big fucking deal out of whether or not pineapple should go on pizza. I think that is a waste of your time to be upset about. For the record, say, just pineapple on pizza? How you feel about it? I love it, dude. It's God, fucking what, delicious. So say, if that makes like, you not want to watch this, I'm thinking about ordering freaking pizza. I'll see you later, okay? And guess what's going to be on it? It's some bacon mm, and pineapple. Yeah. There's a few things that bacon doesn't make better, unless you're not a fan of bacon, in which case also. Mm -hmm. See you later. No. Um, strange food combinations. My father, we spoke previously about our um, our deceased uh, mutual father, as far as we know, no, is uh, almost certainly. Dude, I mean, we weren't think there. We're twins, so if if you're if we're not his kids, we're ba basically someone else's two kids. It's like, been a whole minute since someone has called us twins, but yes, they do say that. Uh, to which I always like I to don't ask, forget uh, our younger brother convinced the school that me and you were adopted as being the odd one looking out. Like, did you do you remember the school we went to? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everyone from school. Um, <laughs> father used to eat. Uh, Dad would put uh, saltine crackers in milk. It was a late night um, snack, I guess. It's. Uh, I mean, I guess it's not it's good like, for you. <laughs> like, I would call that the poor man's oatmeal. It is. That is a really good way to put it. It's like, a cold, poor man's oatmeal. Listen, poor man, and you can afford milk <laughs> in this economy. <laughs> you, listen, you got to choose. You switch yeah, to chocolate yeah, drink. <laughs> yeah, like you switch to chocolate drink. Why? Because it's not milk technically. He did love uh, chocolate milk. He was always a chocolate milk enjoyer. Oh yeah. R.I.P. To the G. There yeah, was the you know the, you know what the worst part about the milk getting down past a certain way. There was basically oh, yeah. this line of which, okay, dad is just going to take the jug and he's going to take the chocolate syrup, fill up the rest of the jug, and there goes the milk. Cereal? Not happening. Literally <laughs> took the food from his children's mouth. <laughs> hey, man, had, had his priorities. He's like, God damn it. I've been out <laughs> he all goes day. to work. Yeah. And you know what? Like, Fuck he actually, us. Yeah, he deserved the milk. That man deserved actually, the about, milk. Yeah, no, I'm saying actually fuck us in the past for thinking oh, yeah. that he oh, didn't yeah. deserve that milk. Hey. You know, it's funny. I think a lot of people look back when, they, when they're kidding and be like, yeah, you're a little bastard. Like... If you don't, then uh, that's the that's the other yeah. phase of growing up. You have the going to Walmart in the middle of the night phase, and then you have the... Um, realizing that you were a bastard when you yeah. were a kid face there's some kids out there and this is true some people out there believe it or not that were good i'm told did not get in trouble sneak out of their house on a nightly basis growing up now they're cor Played correlated the or not some of these kids were not uh under the, such restrictions oh yeah uh, they're there might or might not be a relationship there to any parents out there. Listen, we're not giving, we're not pretending to give out parental advice, although we're fantastic uncles. True. Oh yeah. The best true and real. Ask our niece. 
She oh, would yes. tell you. If she could say it, she'd be like, all my uncles mm -hmm. are good. <laughs> Shout out to you, Trey. Strange food combinations. We need to get some. Um, besides milk and saltine crackers. Uh, so do you want I want a Sargarret strange food combination. Okay, so... And it doesn't have to be something that you cook, but it could be something that you cook. It could be two things that you eat at the same time. You know what? Speaking of fun facts, stuff I eat's pretty normal. Like our, you know, our dad also thought that he invented chocolate and peanut butter together, which is just yeah, like he was convinced syrup. of that. He really thought he thought yeah. of chocolate and chocolate syrup and peanut butter together. Say, he was he was devastated when he found out that they oh, sold yeah. it at Walmart. Anyways, like, um, strange it. food. Ah, uh, strange food combinations. I'll give you one. Um, a long time ago, when I was uh, working at Jason's Deli, there was a pregnant man. Well, she wasn't pregnant mm. at the time. There was a manager I had who was pregnant at one time, allegedly. And she said that it was very good to take the, uh, basically, they were like ruffles or lays potato chips. Mm -hmm. uh, they had ridges, so I guess they'd be more like the ruffles, although they were not ruffles brand. And you put those in the soft serve vanilla ice cream. It was okay with the chocolate too, but it was very good with the uh, with the with the potato chips, just regular salted potato chips and um, soft serve vanilla ice cream. That was good. Sounds disgusting, but uh, probably kill you. I got good. one. Let's hear it. Chocolate and cheese. Chocolate and cheese. Yep. What kind of cheese? You're a cheese guy. So certain things don't. Uh, smoked Gouda really does he well with chocolate. He loves smoked Gouda. Oh, I knew God. you were going to say smoked Gouda. Gouda. Bro, smoked Gouda. Oh, God. Mm. Smoke. I, One of I the best parts about being an adult is like, yeah, I get to go to the cheese aisle. Like, I think I was the age of. Listen, kids. 20. One day. I was One 20. Day. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like, you get to go to the cheese aisle. It was a big moment, dude. Like, I was 20 years old. We were living in Austin. Went to H-E-B. And I was like, you know what? Every time I went down towards this aisle, mom got mad. And it was the aisle I wanted to see more than anything. And Wait, I where could... did you go with mom that had a cheese aisle? Walmart actually had one for a lot. Okay, while. okay, okay. I thought you were talking like a fucking, like no, a Central no, not Market. Like, not like what uh, what I saw at H-E-B. What I saw at H-E-B. Or Central Market, where we used to both work. I actually one didn't time. go by the cheese area in that one. You never once, dude. I was working the Dow. I it's hated like right that. in the middle. Yeah, it's like right. In the I almost never went to the cheese section too. Any time that I did, people would be like, "Can you cut me this?" And I'm like, "Listen, I know how to waste shit. I don't know a goddamn thing about any of this cheese." And it was always cleaned up. That's why they were asking me, not a cheese guy, to do it. And I'm like, uh, how you not I love cheese." I love cheese, but I'm not a I'm not a big fancy cheese guy. It's all waxy. It all smells. Um, you disgust me. Yeah, I know. I'm a I'm a fucking slob. God, I don't pair it with wine though. So because I was I, to say you like should wine. be a wine guy. I don't like wine. I don't like alcohol. And fancy crackers and uh, charcuterie. People eat boards over there. Oh yeah, fucking dude. weird. Oh, dude, platters, dude. I make a proud more platter that. Yeah, but how do they how how do you how do they chew up the board to swallow it? Oh, you gotta use the right board. 
Oh, okay. That's what I'm doing wrong. Exactly. You got to go down to the Let fish aisle. Bro, you are using a breadboard, right? Like yeah. for electronics. No, no, no. You can get a breadboard maker in electronics, maybe. Call it bread maker, but it's not okay, gonna I'm gonna, right I'm gonna, I'm gonna level with you here. I, I know you were trying to make a joke about cutting up and eating the board. I am aware of the stupidity that you there are. There is no try. That, that is, is only, correct. There is no try. There is only chocolate drink, <laughs> and that is why you fail. To I've never milk. failed at anything. No, not you. you That's do. right. Because remember, remember, you gotta say, and that is why you fail. Fail. Insert the deleted sound from, from, from Strong Bad. The fail. Bam! There we go. Yep. I'll cut that part out and I'll do the bam. All right. Uh, you, did you ever give it chocolate and cheese? What kind of chocolate? Uh, so it depends on what you have because you might want to go with a dark or with a milk. Mm-hmm. Um, clearly I've done this a little bit more than, you know, this is well thought out, dude. It, it's, it's happened more than go once. on. So I have not found one that pairs with mozzarella yet. Um, and I'm talking fresh mozzarella, like real mozzarella balls. Um, not the stuff that we have in America. Basically. Yeah. Now, did you the, know, it almost looks like a liquid. Mm-hmm. Now there's a cheese by boar's head that has a uh, horseradish in it that does really well with milk chocolate. Like, dude, it's it's delicious, which is a combination of technically horseradish, cheese, and milk, uh, chocolate milk. Not chocolate milk, milk chocolate. That, I'll get it out in a second. You know what I've, I've had- always wanted to do, though? I've always wanted to take, like, cocoa powder and make a cheese sauce out of it. You could do that. I'm I sure could. it would be gross, but oh fuck! I would, I would no make idea. a video you know, of that. I'd watch a video you, about you, that. You, you just don't have the palate. You just don't have the palate, okay? No, I, I got the palate. You have the palate of a I savage. I got the palate. No, no, you don't. I stack the palate. You're a person who eats the board. I break the palate down, no, and then I make shit out of the palate. Uh, you, the, the only and shit I, you make, and then you I eat the palate. Chair. I eat the palate, because that's a working man's board. I don't eat these fancy charcuterie boards. <laughs> I eat the palate. You, God dang it. What is it? Is that like some trying to alpha me? With chocolate like? drink. <laughs> There's Sick my boy, strange food combination. Drink, there's nothing we can do. Fucking people on Etsy hate me because they're like making art and shit out of the pallets. <laughs> I'm eating all Etsy the pallets. Hey, me. man, it's tough out there. Eggs are $5 a carton. Pallets, they're fucking free if you're fast enough. <laughs> Uh, mm-hmm. All right, it's time to get into it. We talked about this last week. You know what? Also, sidebar, we're not always going to talk about World of Warcraft every time, but we've been playing a lot of World of Warcraft lately. And this mm-hmm. show is, gonna is the backbone of the America. around whatever the fuck's going on with us. Wait, what? It's pretty much exactly. Gonna... The idea is... Uh, which, by the way, hype. I've been meaning to bring up with you before we get into this. All right. When's I'm the last listening. time? When's the last time? I bathed. I don't want to know that. Um, it's about uh, forty-eight no, I minutes didn't, ago. No one fucking asked. No one asked. God dang it! 
When's the All last right. time you got on those salty seas? Salty seas. It's been a long time. It been has a been a long time. Because the last time you were on, I was on. And that was a long They've time. They've updated it a lot, I'm sure. I'm You're sure. You're talking about uh I think it's that, that time, you know, where we go. When we go uh, reintroduce a little bit of piracy in the Maybe. world. I'll be down for that. See if these is a fantastic game. It, it is. Uh, it is, probably. It sucked at first. Well, it was great oh, as a It's just because there was like, nothing there. And, like, really, yeah. there's still probably not what all that was promised. But, like... It's a it's a survival-type game. And when yeah. I say survival, I mean, it's not like uh, fucking Green Hell or whatever. Something like that. It's not like Rust. But it is like Rust. It's like Rust with boats. It, in a way, yeah. It's like... Rusty boats. Instead of building, a, instead of building a base, you basically you have destroy. a floating base that can shoot at other bases, and you put shit on your base, and then you take Everybody's that base over to place to turn that shit in. In other we words, were, fly a base or sail a base. Technically, it's flying across the seas. We do. I hesitate to call to say we were actually sweaty at that game at one time because no, um, dude, we played we played casually. We, but we were better than casuals. Like, oh yeah, yeah. No, well, that's because we were. That's because we were dicks on the sea. Like, oh, well, not just, compared to what some people did. Oh yeah, apparently I don't know. Like, apparently they were a lot worse than what we did. Like, we'd think you take your shit and then go on about our day. Like, when I was streaming uh, on Twitch for a little while, I uh, did a bit where I would go around and uh, try to, uh, as a salesperson on the high seas. RPing a salesperson. That was merchant. Fun. Merchant. Yep. Yeah. Well, no, not a merchant. I was just. Um, we could do something like that. Yeah, it was fun. See if these is good. Problem is, um, dude, as a person with a full time job, like you don't have too many games that you have time to play. When you play something like World of Warcraft, it's probably going to consume most of your gaming time unless you are casual. In which case, hey, you probably don't watch this show. But if you do, um, and when I, when I haven't been playing that lately, I've been playing slowly a Hi-Fi Rush, which is a fantastic game. It gives mm -hmm. me hope for video games. It is a game that does not get made much anymore in the sense that you buy the game and you could buy like skins for the main character, but it's not a live service game there. You know what I mean? It's like an old school game. You buy the game, you beat the game, like, all right, that was it. That's cool. That sounds that sounds like a fun game. It is a fantastic game. You definitely check out High Fire Rush. It was also very cool because they just dropped it. Shadow yeah. Drop. Speaking of Shadow Drop games, do you know what just came out? No. They remastered Metroid Prime for the Switch. Oh they, uh, no, they mounted that a while back. I haven't. What's it called? No, they Shadow Dropped it, I believe. No, because uh, I remember Moses talking it, about I'm that. I'm pretty sure they just shot. No, that's Metroid Dread. Metroid oh, Prime it was, wasn't it? It is the original Metroid See, I Prime. Don't have a, I don't have a Nintendo system anymore, so I'm so lost in this world now. Also, they dropped a new trailer for Tears of the Kingdom, which is the Breath of the Wild um, um, sequel. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. It was very cryptic. Uh, the game comes out, I think, in May. I think May 12th. I'm excited about it, even though I'm in the camp that was like, it was a good game. It's not necessarily a, it didn't feel like a Zelda game. It was a very good game. It was it was a fun game. And it is a I very actually, fun game. I actually had the link outfit for that one. Shout out to all those who know how to get it. It is a very fun game. But it's uh I think it's a fair criticism. It's getting some 
at least on Reddit, uh, which it's getting some criticism for being uh, everybody's, and I think it's fair, that it looks like, based on what they've showed us so far, everybody's hoping, mm-hmm. and this is sort of the, the problem with hyping up a game versus like a shadow oh, yeah. drop. It's kind of like putting expectations on it. You really can't. Oh, it is. And that can destroy the game before it ever even comes out. Right. And if they are not doing, listen, I thought this was kind of funny because this is a tangent a little bit, but there's, I know you'll agree with me on this. There's a lot of people out there that were like excited because they want to play as like Zelda or the other champions, like the, the dead ones, like spoiler alert. Um, I'm a, like I said, I want to play Link. I would play a game where you get to play a Zelda. I would definitely do that. But like, like they did Hyrule that in Phantom Hourglass. was fun, dude. And they did that in Phantom Hourglass as well, I believe. Right? Like it had Zelda. That's the one where she's in the armor. And um, I think it's Phantom Hourglass. Like she, remember, they have like, she's got a move on one of the Smash Brothers games where she, uh, she like manipulates that suit of armor that is a reference to her in that game. She basically gets like put it anyways. Like, um, there's a lot of people that were like upset to find out that it's not going to be, uh, which that didn't bother me so much. But what did bother me is there's a lot of people out there that want this fucking thing because they saw shriveled up Ganondorf and they were like, maybe he'll get rehydrated and they can all three be companions. And I'm like, he's fucking demise. The king he's of the evil? bad guy. Yes. Demise? Like, Yes, like, and I'm like, no. Do, do these like, people not have books or something in their house? Do they, like, because Zelda doesn't talk. No one in this universe talks. You have to be able to read. So I know that's bullshit. Like, well, they, they do have... in Breath of the Wild, remember? Like, voice acting. Oh, yeah, they did have some of that. Oh, yeah. Link didn't talk. That's the important part. Um, At least they didn't do that. Yeah, no. Besides the, the, all the, the yeah! <laughs> like that, his... That's all normal, yeah. I'm saying, like, just don't make Link talk. Oh, God. What is wrong with these kids these days? Well, I was glad they didn't do that. But like, if they I, are I'm not... I'm all for, like... Trying know, something breaking, new. Like, yeah, and breaking norms and all that good stuff. Like, because that's, that's how you get unique new combinations. But some things are just dangerous. Like, and Ganondorf is one of those things, like... Wow, that's deadly. Like, you don't go near that. It's like, oh radiation maybe it can be our friend no not not really like it you needs know to be, huh? you and me should some other time we should workshop let's tr- we should try to sit down and try to think of a storyline where ganondorf like like because they've done that with like bowser and mario and again uh, crew sometimes right like and they've done that as far back as mario rpg on uh old nintendo where like bowser has to help you like if they're going to do that with Ganondorf it, and it's all, it's very predictable because you like, you I, I either... have a problem with that because like in order for that to happen, like in order for the Goku Vegeta team up that we're looking for here, there needs to be somebody who's bigger than Goku and Vegeta. I was going to say and... like, you can't really compare it to that because Vegeta's character arc is like, well, I mean, it's the classic, like, he, uh, hero villain rival classic in anime whatever. yeah like, like, well no dude it's classic everywhere i don't give a shit about no that. no vegeta's everywhere. vegeta's arc is a very yes good. It, yes it is but the like when we're talking about the goku vegeta team up it's like two people who refuse to work together are working Mortal together enemies. because they have to 
but this bigger thing. And the problem is, I just don't see anything bigger than Ganon. It would see. It also really doesn't work like that because, like, he Goku is like the does king not of see. Evil. Dude, Goku didn't even want to kill Vegeta the first time he fought him. Like, Goku always kind of knows that he could beat Vegeta. And once Goku knows he can beat you, like, he's not interested in beating you anymore. Like, Unless you're Vegeta. No. Like, no. then it's, he's a good sparring partner for you. Yeah. That's what he is. No, basically. That's, that's what he does, dude. Part of that is, you know, Goku's taunting the shit out of him with that. Ah. I dude, think they're, that, they're, but they're saying that's they how do they do taunt each other, yes. But, like, I'm telling dude. you, like, anyway. You know, just kind of like how your DPS do sometimes. In M plus. Yep. It's uh can be a good thing, but mostly not. <laughs> like anyways, I'm glad that they aren't uh it looks like doing like bringing that with Ganondorf. Um but there's a lot of people that are hoping that basically that uh the new Breath of the Wild remake or not remake, the uh Tears of the Kingdom or whatever it's called is um holding something back that they haven't showed yet, which their trailers have been very cryptic. So they could be doing that. But the problem is when you start like on that kind of hopium, like chances are you're going to end up, if they don't do that now, there's like no shot for you to not be disappointed with whatever it is that you get. And um, it looks like they put in some cool new systems, but a lot of people TLDR are concerned that, that like that it looks like an expansion pack basically. And they've been working on it for like six yeah. years. And I did kind of just touch on that point of like, which is uh, a fair not criticism. living up to expectations. Like video games will never meet dream standards. Like true. Like now I'm going to be honest. I got pretty close one time when the, when I first played with the VR, because that, that was, was oh, oh dude, that, a lot of that was a dream come true. I went into like, I went and lived out a lot of those TV show moments. And what's like, the worst video game disappointment for you? Well, let down because it is very. This is why you don't hype things up too much. So I originally saw the um, a, a thing about the Titanic sinking. That was a, game, a VR game where you basically. Yeah, I mean, you told out, me about that. Yeah, and I thought I had downloaded it, and it turned out to be something completely different. Just and it was just a uh, a uh, uh, advertisement because, dude, in the VR, like there's you can download something. And it turns out it's just like a demo. Like yeah. and the game never got made. Yeah. And like and there's a lot of abandoned projects that like Dude, there's a lot of scams in gaming that end up that way. Kickstarters. Like people will say they got they promised the moon and then yeah. it's like a rug pull. Yeah. And it's like in VR, like in VR is just kind of really in this pioneered se- uh section right now. It's getting all it's a lot better than when when I'm what area I'm talking about. Because if you're interested in that. You should go check out our episode on VR. I think it's a VR is a gem covered in diarrhea. I love that. Uh, and as soon as I get everything set up, my channel is going to be doing a lot of VR. But I got to get that soon. headset improved first. Dude, it's just, it's, she's, she's on her limbs. She's just not on her last limbs, dude. She's been through hell. I'll tell you what, um, one of my biggest gaming disappointments was in, um, Destiny. That I could think of. No, Destiny was a lot of fun for a long time, but it turns out that it was probably just manipulating us psychologically, um, which a lot of games do. For me, I remember when Red Dead Redemption first came out and we were all super excited to play it online. And Red Dead Redemption was a fantastic game. Still is. Second one is good too. 
But I remember going to work with my friends and we were talking about like how we were going to play the online and it turned out that you could not rob the train because there was no train yeah. in the multiplayer in the first one. And when yeah. we like found that out, that was like, damn, That's like rough. that was, yeah, that you don't want to hype things up too much ever in life, but in it, like you got to have realistic expectations. Um, so I'm, I'm hoping that uh, that it would be cool if they were holding something back that people haven't seen for Tears of the Kingdom. But chances are, like, they, you know, it's Nintendo. They, they're pretty good at marketing. So the chances are they, they might have screwed themselves, though, by letting that become the narrative. And it is very easy in the age of online 24-7 and all the message boards and all the different social media platforms and discussion to let a game's narrative get away from you and like blizzard has that problem all the time then they can't get it back and like you you might be dead in the water before you're uh you even get off the ground but i still have hopes for uh i mean i, I don't mean see now and even now it sounds like the like tears of the king's gonna be a disappointing game i'm looking forward to it legend of zelda probably my favorite game series of all time uh fucking fantastic for me ocarina of time is probably uh if it's not my favorite game of all time it's in the top three for sure majora's mask for me majora's mask is very good i do think majora's mask is the better game it's just of the two ocarina of time mask is the one just hit home on so many more points that was a fantastic game that game is a masterpiece it was and it was challenging and it's like it's funny that you mentioned that because a lot of people in that thread where people were complaining about oh tears of the kingdom looks like a um uh expansion pack it's like hey majora's mask was literally made in like two years with all assets pretty much from not yeah. all but from the original more. ocarina of time yeah and then ones so, that were different were just alternates they had left over you have to think creatively and it goes back to something we said before it's like when you start out when you got low budget or when you have to think around hey we don't have all the money in the world which is probably part of the, the problem of gaming at large the budgets are so big that like you don't have to think in the same way that you do to creatively come up with novel experiences and solutions that are fun i think that should always be the the, the starting point but for Legend of Zelda, like dungeons and um, like actual dungeons, not just the shrines would be needed and for me. And uh, like the story for uh, Breath of the Wild was definitely on the weak side. Now, some of the individual stories in there were fucking fantastic. Like, but that's kind of like we described that one time. And I think that was a very good way to put it. It's like Breath of the Wild. It has a lot of depth within its systems but as far as the game as far as a zelda game goes with like story and all that it's like a very very wide puddle it's not you know what i mean like i think that's a fair way to say it so today are we about to start what i think we're about to start we've been running a lot of mythic plus dungeons in world of warcraft and uh, we're about 100 points away from a keystone hero which for some people is nothing, but for people with full-time jobs and like some nights we'll do like 
two dungeons. Some nights we don't do any dungeon. Some nights on the weekends, we might get, you know, a few more in a day. We could look. I meant to. I meant to look at our dungeon runs. I'll do that before the next one. Um, uh, man. If I, hang on a second. I know where this is going. I just would like to see, like, what our comps were like. How often, um, you know, we had what for a healer and all that. So that we could, like... I, I like to look at... Uh, data and i think that that could be interesting but today what we're going to do is we're going to take all of the dungeons in season one mythic plus so four from dragonflight and four from previous expansions which is a good change by the way uh, it, for the longest time world of warcraft has been really bad about Making content and then forgetting about it. And it's like there's so much content that they yeah, that's could the whole be... reason why Red Shirt Guy is a meme that exists. Red Shirt Guy was uh was a real person, yes. Like that's Bob why Dylan, the like... voice of a generation. Yeah. And that's way after death and taxes. Oh yes. Long live the funeral raid. Let's get into this. We are going to rank all eight of these dungeons on uh, our tier list, as we've done in the past a uh, couple of other times. And this is basically going to be... Oh, is that what we're doing? Yep, that's what we're doing. What do you think it went off the screen to go get? That and a pack of cigarettes, too. Because this is going to... What is it? <sighs> it's not the thing you want to go through after work, that's for sure. No, no, no. Like not that's, one, ugh. not two, but three. Count them. Three. Luchador. Wrestling masks. My hair is too fucking long. I don't know why you have all yeah. the... Oh, yeah, you were doing bits back in your Twitch day. All right. Let's go. It's me. It's me. Oh, yeah. Ouija time. Right. I don't know what, uh, what, what we're doing this for, but we're doing it. We're doing it live. We're Fuck it. Yeah. Because we're about, we're about to do a tier list. This segment brought to you by... Should be brought to you by if they can turn in whoever up there at the goddamn office needs to get your shit together. I'd say fire that guy. That's what I'd say. Leaving a lot of money on the table. But not our table. That's the problem. All right. Speaking of table, I've got a table. It's got one, two, three, four, five. Six, seven, eight, nine. No, why did seven eat nine? Uh, we discussed that at the beginning of the yes, episode. We did. We did go over why seven eight nine. We got Court of Stars from Legion, Halls of Valor, also from Legion, Shadow Moon Burial Grounds from Warlords of Draenor, Temple of the Jade Serpent from Mists of Pandaria. Good old mop. That's the way the old mop flops, as our grandfather used to say. Algathar Academy, Ruby Life Pools, the Azure Vault, and the Noku Defensive. All in season one. This is not going to be your tier list. 
maybe it matches, maybe it doesn't. We'll try to speak to what the community likes. It's not going to be the ones that we think are the easiest or the hardest. We'll put it wherever we want to, but those things will be factor. I'm going to be honest, I really don't care what the community likes on this one. This is our tier list, and this is the way it's going. Well, I mean, they're like they're, they have some things that are going to be right. We're going to yeah. talk about bosses uh, that make the dungeons harder or easier. We're going to talk about I mean, fucking... A whole lot of this is opinion-based. Now, there's going to be things where almost we all agree. All. I'll tell you this. All right. Even with all the RP fixes. RP. Fuck. Shouldn't be in there anyways. Stupid yeah. things like flying the dragons and... Well, if it was based on RP, Halls of Valor would be uh, at the bottom. But they fixed that a little bit, at least. Court of Stars mostly. would be down there, too. Now Court of Stars would be the bottom one, because... Uh, and if you didn't know, which... If you're running Mythic Plus, then you probably do. Um, you, you should. You, you need to either fuck up one time on the, uh, the Among Us section, or... You need to leave one of the pillars up to make the RP not as long. All right. I quickly grown a mustache because um uh I where's my like SpongeBob with the razor? I am a man. This is the one time um, I'd be like, yeah, well, I have a real one, so I am a real one. Hey, I just shaved. Before the show. All right, Gerber. Gerber. Yeah, you know, right. baby face. If I was Gerber, I would have a lot. I'd be sitting on piles of money from an empire oh, yeah, that was say, built on baby food. I was like, that baby was probably like just blood. He's like, built on baby you know how many shit. times they sold my face? Mm-hmm. They still selling it. All right. Let's get into it. Let's do it. Bop, 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 bop. All right. Uh, first one we got. Can you see the uh, the tier list? This is a problem. I got an itch on my nose, and now I, I got can a see the tier list. Okay. Quarter stars. It's on the left. Initial thoughts. When you get a key, it's quarter stars. Shit. Now that's what you would say at this point in the season, because lately. And that one should not be no, a problem. That's what I say as a demon hunter because you have to be so fucking careful about all your fell rushes and your vengeful retreats. It is a narrow walkway. L side note: If you have to be careful and that bothers you, you should not play demon hunter. Yeah, you have to like it's tedious. You like you cannot like if you overextend anywhere in that place in the beginning, you're pulling a bunch of bullshit. Like don't fucking fell rush in front of the doorway. Don't fell rush near the mana worms. Don't fell rush towards the staircase that goes down to the docks unless you're clearing docks. Listen, we're gonna we'll never get there if we talk about all the places that you shouldn't fell rush. Oh man. No. Okay, it's not okay, there's not a whole lot like it's not like that. I know you like to meme it like that, but because you only notice the bad ones. Yeah, I see you mouthing over there. Maldio. It's me. Court of Stars is definitely one of the easier keys in general. Like, it's got one of the it's timers. It's easier for us because I'm an alchemist and a demon There's hunter. a lot. Of, listen, okay. Here's what I want to say about that. Court of Stars, I think, real tea, like, if it was not a season one dragonfly, if we were just talking about the dungeon in general, 
Court of Stars is a fantastic dungeon. Oh, there it, it, is, it was fun. It was fun. There's a sneaky bit at the beginning, yeah. which is cool. I think the interactions with the classes towards the second half, well, even at the beginning, like if you are a rogue mm-hmm. or a, an alchemist and you can sneak up and poison the fucking, basically the boss dies early. Listen, more ways to kill bosses at 30% before they enrage, 25% before they enrage. Hey, more of that. It feels cool to go in there and be like, oh, listen, I'm a demon hunter. I will bring extra value in the Among Us phase. Or if you're a paladin with Truth Guard, they have a shield that lights up when it's, you're looking for a demon that's hiding in a bunch, at a party. And (laughs) when you get like, you have to run around normally, you have to get five clues and then you have to find the one that's like, oh, he's got a light vest. He, or it's not a heat. They're wearing long sleeves. They ha- they don't have gloves on and they have a book on their belt. Like, And then you have to find the right one and when you do, you go and you kill the demon. Demon hunters, once they have all five, of course, they can use their spectral sight mm-hmm. in theory. It never uh, seems to work out. For- Has that ever worked for you? Yeah. Okay. And that's why I'll, the whole reason why I added marking onto the, uh, the F keys. There you go. Um... That is cool. It feels good to have class. It's so weird that we're talking about mechanics that, you know, we were talking about years ago because back in Legion, good. you know, when it was relevant content, or I guess it's still, still relevant. technically relevant, but I mean relevant for the expansion. Um, It was, it's just like, you know, we were talking about all those little skips and whatnot and things they do you in the dungeon just strange to hear him be talked about again you know x amount of years later it's a very uh i like the aesthetic of um of the dungeon it's a little too much purple for me i hate that the uh for the first boss i i really wish they had made the colors a different yeah the trash born have terrible terrible taste yeah, I just wish that they would like make it a little bit easier. I'm getting old. Maybe that's the problem. And that's not just me. It's everybody that's been playing WoW for a while now. Some of us are old, and we can't see as good as we used to. I couldn't see good to begin with. I would say, uh, yeah, you, you still have blind as a bat, pretty much. But hey, most of the time, I don't miss the mechanics in there. And that is a dungeon that will test you if you're not good on mechanics. And my God, it seems like Every time you and I pug that dungeon, somebody dies at the beginning oh, yeah. of the first boss. Oh, yes. They either don't jump or get blasted by the line. Uh, I've never really seen anyone fuck up Cone. You know, Cone, I really don't Well, the Cone see. just isn't as punishing. Yeah, it's really not. Now, once you get to, like, 20s, I'm sure that, like, the Cone will one-shot you. But well, once you get to no, 20, I like... I've never been hit by the Cone, so... It's a good dungeon. I think it's a. I think it's a. I think it is a a class that you could study in dungeon design. And uh, I think the game would be better if they would make more stuff like Court of Stars in the future. Things I don't like about Court of Stars. RP. That dungeon, huh? All the fucking RP talking for him plus. RP is cool the first time you do the dungeon. And then after that, and especially in Mythic Plus, which is essentially speed running content, RP feels bad. Like, 
it is a dungeon that it is very hard. Even with the magic marker, weak aura, like I can fucking draw a line and people will still butt pull mobs in that dungeon. Oh yeah. Like even when you mark out the the line for the Void Walker and Shadow Moon Burial Grounds, they always hit that rune and summon the dead orc every time. Oh, before the second boss. Yeah. yeah. Just every freaking time. It's like that That is a dungeon that is not too linear and not too open as far as like the routing. There's options for you to do uh, different things there. There's a skip. It's a good dungeon. Boring, though. Boring? Yeah. Like, it's just boring. It just seems like, like, to me, it always felt like short dead mines. No real... Okay, of the eight, then, what is the most fun dungeon to you? I guess we'll figure that out at the end of the video, wouldn't we? No. What is the most fun dungeon? It's not a fun tier list. I'm asking, you're saying it's not fun, so I'm like, I need a reference point for what is on the other side of fun for you in this season. Mm. Like overall. If you can overall say it's not fun. Yeah, no kidding is actually fun. I I would disagree. I would say... That I think Court of Stars feels fun because of uh Court of Stars so- has a lot of going on. It makes you feel like you're doing what you're there to do in the dungeon. Fun kind of goes <laughs> fun becomes different when you're playing Mythic Plus because it's very, very binary. Either you fucking win or you lose. And like I, I think that like fun it, unfortunately, the way they've set up Mythic Plus is like the progression. And if you don't time, then you're not going to have fun because you're not getting progression. I also think Ruby Life Pools is fun, too. I think Ruby Life Pools is a good dungeon. I think it's hard. Uh, for, But I think it's a... I think... I, think I don't Ruby think Pools. Ruby Life Pools is a hard dungeon. I think people just get lazy at times. I definitely think that it's a hard dungeon. And you should say that... like You should, you should be able to see other... Because... But I think it's a very good dungeon. I think on design for these eight, I think I would probably say that Ruby Life Pools uh, might be the best design of the eight in this season. But if I was going to put Court of Stars, I think Court of Stars is more fun than you're giving it credit for, but it's not a fun tier list. I just, Where are you? Uh... First boss, very mechanic heavy. People always seem to die. They shouldn't. I'm sure in some groups out there where people have progressed beyond Keystone Hero, um, the dungeons go more smoothly there. Um, I know Court of Stars is one that the community likes in general because it's easier to time. The timer is more forgiving. I think there's a wide range in how forgiving timers are in season one dragonflight you take something like shadow moon burial grounds which is like a joke compared to azure vault where it's like if you wipe once you are pretty much not gonna time you might be able to if everything else goes perfectly but like it's azure vault azure vault has the tightest timer in the dungeon Mm. in in dragon life dragonflight season one i think so it's not just based on that quarter stars. I think I would put personally, 
I think I would put it in B tier. Overall. My personal reasons for putting it in the C tier is just because I can't stand the place. If I wasn't going to... But B tier is, is a fair place, I think, to put it. Okay, let's... Uh, real quick, you can't stand the place. What is the main reason that you can't stand the place for everybody out there? Really? It comes down to that one day when we had to fucking do it four times. It just was... And see, eh. that's the problem. Well, but that's the problem with Mythic Plus in general, is it's like, by the end of the season, you could just be sick of all of them. Like, um... And that's why I'm like, if I'm raiding the dungeons just as dungeons, and this is not, this is season one, Dragonflight tier list. So, but if it was just dungeons, I think I would call Court of Stars an S tier for me based on design and all that. I think it is a very, very good dungeon. I think in this season, I'm going to call Court of Stars A tier. You want to call it C tier? B tier. Oh, B -tier. I thought you said C. I did okay, say so C tier. That's where I feel like it should be. But I don't want to meet you in the middle and call it B tier. But it is I think definitely is, not A tier. I think we have to. I don't think it's not definitely not A tier. But I think if I call it A tier and you call it C tier, we got to put it in B tier. All right. Algathar Academy. Also, another thing is, once again, all that bullshit RP that we already went over, just wasting time. It also feels like... Um, Dude, RP where I ha can't do anything and I just have to sit and watch tunes do stuff feels bad, especially when I'm in a timer. Well, and the bosses for that dungeon like are very unforgiving when you get to Mythic Plus higher levels because one person dying, especially on a tyrannical week, can basically... like which, Like, if they touch the fire... Like that will one shot on the uh, imp lady boss, and um, I think the even though if they place the the images right, like the last boss shouldn't be hard either. Um, but again, you have to rely on a decent amount of player knowledge. Algathar Academy for me, Algathar Academy. It's been nerfed a lot, which tells you that it was probably not tuned. Well, all the Dragonfly ones were not super well tuned. It's it's a unique one as well. Like it, it feels like now it's reminiscent it with all the jumping of uh, God the Citadel from. Uh, yeah, I know yeah, what you're like, talking about. Yeah, Skyreach. Yeah, it's reminiscent of that dungeon. Yeah, um, it's very linear. Yeah, there's um, not a lot of routing there. It and also that uh, the one with the Aroka. Where you're running across the platforms kind of reminds me of that one too, um, which had some fun stuff in it as well. Which I have to give Algathar like it didn't have as much as like the bells and whistle mechanics like the other two pre mentioned did, um, but it has a lot of a fun like feel to it when it comes to like each each individual place actually does feel like a different kind of classroom, so to speak. Because you've got the garden, you know, you've got the gym, and then you've got the library. And the RP there is some of the, the funniest. Yeah. I love the, what are these birds doing here? I think that one has been like a meme for everybody. Like, oh, yeah. Dude, a lot also, of people like that. Also, it one. is just fucking, I, my theory is that because the Drakthir are enemies of the Primalists, and the Primalists, uh, the Protodrags have feathers, that that is part of why they don't like birds. I think it's like... It makes you wonder how they feel about dinosaurs. 
It does. So don't tell them about uh, BFA. Yeah, dude, they're going to freak out when they see their first Devils are. I'm going to say for me, like Algathar Academy, I fucking hate the bird boss because it shouldn't be too hard. But the problem with the bird boss is as a tank, I feel is like that bleed really that unmanageable. I feel it's not unmanageable. I'm saying as a tank, I don't like it when, and this is like, just because this is my opinion as a tank, this does not mean this is mm -hmm. bad design because if I don't need the healer, then that's not a well-designed and not every boss fight has to be everything. Some boss fights are DPS yeah. checks. Some boss fights are heal, heal checks. checks. Some are tank checks. Yeah, some is like Others go pick up ads and shit. mechanic checks. Like, but I hate, I hate how like dependent I feel, and it's not entirely like I won't say that like because it, it's not like oh if your healer can't do it they can't do it but that one feels very much like a heal check. Veximus should never be that hard. Um, the last boss is very boring. When did we I don't struggle think she, with Veximus? I, I know huh? we wiped once on a Veximus. Only like one time ever. Veximus, I, I think, say, is one like, of the... Veximus is probably one of the easier bosses in the entire season. I say, yeah. But yeah. also, the last boss in Algathar Academy, the Dragon Lady, I think it's hilarious that you're basically fighting her out-of-office email automated reply oh yeah you're like, finding <laughs> the, the voicemail that's yeah yeah the answering yeah. machine she's turned her automated responses on yeah. in microsoft outlook and it's that gone has rogue. turned into yes which is what oh, work yeah, can which feel has like some great one-liners because i have for me personally if it's like you know I only knew if it was like, you know, if a TV show said something when I was in high school or something, it's like, oh, you didn't, they didn't study for a test or something. You know, that kind of hits home, especially if you were watching that instead of the test you're supposed to be studying for. But anyways, I feel like anyone playing World of Warcraft during finals and that shit happening, it's going to have a huge psychological effect. Like, it's just like, it's, it's some great one-liners. It's like... But mechanically... Game. And as far as boss design goes, that boss is boring. Yeah. I can yeah. tell they were trying to do something with like the stacks and then eventually well, you drop that like circle that shoots orbs out. But that is like, that is a boss that you should almost never wipe on. And um, even though the tree boss was previously one of the harder bosses in the season pre-nerf, I think that two of those bosses are super easy. The trash mechanics are not super. You kick the fucking scepter. Yeah. You kick. You books, avoid the dragon breath. And then, like, pretty much the rest of that dungeon, trash-wise, is um, pretty negligible. There's not a lot Stun of options. Spins, kick the fucking bomb. I think I'm going to put Algathar. It, like, uh, it's one of the more difficult ones. Uh, once you get to a certain point for the community at large, but it's not the hardest by any stretch. No, 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 no. I think I could go probably like. I'll say this. It's one that it's really let us know when we've had a good healer and when, yes. they're, when they're really worth adding to the friends list. And I feel like that as a kind of a, it in itself, it's 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 almost like for some healers right now a rite of passage, in in a way. 
if uh, for the for all you prestige people out there um it's kind of like yeah you you did that and they almost feel like it deserves an achievement when you blow through the bird boss pretty easily with your healer and i feel like that gives it an a tier because it serves a mechanic by just existing in being bird boss is a good boss bird yeah. boss is a good boss yeah it is that's a well-designed fight it's uh it's annoying but um it's challenging in a good way that feels satisfying when you beat it i think probably i go with a tier uh what the yeah, hell I was gonna say. I was game. gonna say, huh? I said, what the hell is an S tier? Probably only like one. Um, Maybe. I, I think Algathar Academy. I think A tier is. I think that's fair. I think it's got a good, unique feel. Mm -hmm. I do think that people probably like. It kind of feels like a school. The some of the dialogue is the most memorable. I think the. <laughs> Not having any routing like options really feels bad because it is well, that's linear. That's why it's not S tier because you don't have the choice to skip certain things. But it does feel good to know that, like at the beginning of the season, I remember being like, "Ah, it's Academy. That's nice and like straightforward." Yep. And it's out of reach, so yeah, you can't fit sure. you with that. For sure. Halls of Valor. This is not my favorite dungeon this season because no. it's very long. Aesthetically, I'm not a big fan. We're both neither oh, of us are a fan. Dude, it's so yellow. Makes me feel like I'm in a McDonald's. Yeah, and then you go inside and it just feels old and ugh, it's all brown. McDonald's is designed, or at least it used to be, like designed to get you in and out, like to make mm -hmm. you want to leave. Anybody that's like seen super size me or watched anything that talks about mcdonald's like it is not you're not supposed to want to feel like and i get that same feeling like i don't know it makes me feel like it's evening all the time because of all the orange like i don't like uh i think the um the simp fight boss is funny the two boss i, I get the i i get i get big white knight vibes from the uh herja's two uh Little bitches, yeah. like the the storm gathers within you, Hersha. Like they're like it's like basically you've walked up on them like like they're having a circle jerk for Hersha, and they're mad that you're there. Listen, Odin is a dick, and pretty much uh, yeah. everybody that's in his circle is it follows that like. Mm -hmm. There's a world quest in Legion right now going on because every time we walk into Halls of Valor, he talks about that Etten that's yeah. in, uh, and he's yeah. like, basically, this is what Odin says. Oh, I'm disgusted by this hideous creature. Go kill it. Like, he's yeah, disgusted he, by he all life. And I'm attention. like, is he just feeding himself? If you pay attention like, to, yeah, Odin's a little bitch. You can hear it in his voice when he gets beat. He's like, oh, oh that's enough. Like, oh, yeah. Uh, uh, By the way, what kind enough. of last boss? What kind of last boss is like, all right, let's have a fight. Let's be worthy. Oh, help me, help. Like, come on. Two bosses in that dungeon. Fender's a cool, fun fight, though. It, I'll tell you who it sucks for. Anybody that relies on an execute mechanic because... You ain't executing at 80% health. Nope. 
You're not executing at that uh, the first boss either. Uh, at least you get to get no, him down to ten. He, if, if he gets to the, what get to he? a little bit, but yeah, like it feels bad to not get to kill the boss. Like that's a weird thing. Fenrir yeah. is a good boss. I think Fenrir is, Fenrir is, is a fun a, boss. And when you know like how the moves work, like being able to shadow meld, cancel the the one of them or vanish. For me, that adds to a boss when it's yeah. like when there's hit Easter egg mechanics, as I like to call them. There's uh, some cool shit that you can do with Herja too that I don't usually do because we pug and you did it on accident the last run. It's usually not a good idea to try stuff. Yeah, with yeah, pug. no. I was wondering why you ran her down the middle like that. Here's the shitty thing about Halls of Valor, and if you didn't know this, Halls of Valor originally was timed for like everybody talked about like when you when you first of all. I'm going to make the suggestion we always make. Don't go read Reddit comments. But if you do, you'll see people talking about uh, Halls of Valor sometimes, and they'll talk about how the, the the timer was built in with RP. First of all, who are these people, these apologists that are out there, like, defending Blizzard when people say, Speedrunners, you know they like the fact that, like, speedrunners are that way. They just. Dude, I think that Mythic, and that's the problem Mythic Plus, it, like, encourages, like, elitist behavior of, like, and listen, we play a lot of Mythic Plus, but, like, it, it encourages people when there are legitimate complaints, like, man, the fucking Skullvald RP where he runs in and complains about uh, being uh, it, second place. To get the the fucking shield, the ages, the ages, whatever it is of Agrimar, like oh, the way they, yeah, the way they, uh, God, who, who, what? Someone out there that it was like defending that timer or like the RP? No, what is wrong with you? Like, yeah, like I think they're just people who are like, but, but people just suck at this game, and I'm going to take any opportunity no, I can it to feels shit on bad them. when literally there's nothing I can do. I'm, it's like. Taking a chunk of it, and it's, it's like, like a minute. Yeah, I, oh, dude, it's, it feels longer than that because you got to go through. But they fixed it. Skovalds, you got to go. They through. fixed it six weeks into the season, but they fixed it. But yeah, we were still timing it with it, so who cares? Even then, people say, "Oh, the timer was built in with the RP." So, okay. No, Originally, no, that timer in Legion, forty-five minutes. Like something, I know it changes with the key level, obviously, but something like they took like seven minutes off when they, yeah, like dude, that dungeon of, is super well, dude, long. Okay, in the defense, I think I understand that because a lot of through their time walking events, that a lot of times they have us way overtuned. Like, like you just steamroll that shit. Well, and people like, learn. Like, or it's the opposite. It's undo. It's like just unplayable. And people will break the dungeon when it's that old because they'll yeah. know stuff that like. So I'm I'm all for them fixing some things. Like, but fucking halls of valor. If you don't pull big, I don't care if it's fortified or tyrannical. Chances are you're not going to make that timer, and it's mm -hmm. such a long dungeon, dude. The other night, like, this was one of the most frustrating leaves we ever had. Like the dungeon went very very smoothly until we got to the very end like and actually i say the very end that was we jade serpent no i'm not talking about jade serpent oh. i'm talking about when i think we were fighting the it was a fortified week we were fighting the trash right before scovald 
and like there was a wipe. Oh and then yeah, the priest the left. Last, yeah, and that is like, dude, you are like nearly forty minutes in to a dungeon at that point, and then you leave. It's like, God, that makes that makes long dungeons mm-hmm. feel worse in mythic plus and if you know a dungeon is going to be a mythic plus which they will be eventually then it's like long dungeons feel bad with the current implementation which again i will say if the timers were like in in actual speed running when they do like a lap in a race and they time in between sections then people wouldn't leave but my god to be that long yeah. into something and then somebody just says Okay, we're not going to make it. So fuck everybody. Yeah, I'm out. Yeah, Which I understand like you wanting to like like you're not incentivized by the design to finish that dungeon, but god, man, like that sucks. Yeah. You know, all the valor when we when we see someone leave like that like right there at the end like right there at the buzzer. You know, like that always reminds me of this the show that Stanley did for a while where he, I think he was trying to get someone their own comic book. So they were like doing a game show where they're all their own superhero. And yeah, there's this that, whole, like, I remember this one guy who carried like this giant freaking gun. And like, he gets like, they had this thing where they were getting attacked by a police dog. And he gets right up to the door. All you have to do is put your hand on it. And, you know, you succeed. Dude gets right there. I mean, you're talking about, like, all he had to really do was just stretch. But he gives up right there at the end. Stan Lee turns around, eliminates him from it, but then turns the guy around before he leaves the studio and is like, hey. He's like, I've looked at everything you do. He goes, and I, he goes, the way your characteristics are set up and with the weapons you choose and how you chose to gave up right there at the end fits one type of bill. You're going to be my villain for this uh, show. And that reminds me of these people. These people are the villains of M+. They don't give a fuck about nobody. They don't want to try to stick it out to the end. They just are there for them. And And a lot of times it's their fault that there was a wipe anyway. I would say, that is the strangest thing I've ever noticed. Like, vast majority of them have been like... They were the ones that died the most. They're the ones who took ate the most mechanics. They're the ones who like do not wait. Like, made villain material. Yeah, like even Stan Lee. But condolences, Lee. Take the hat off. Even Stan Lee recognized that these were aspects of a villain. And that is the father of all comic books. So, listen, I got a pair of Batman dress socks somewhere in a pile of clothes over here about eight Bob feet from me. But yes, it says, "It says heroes never quit." Okay, and you know, what Mercy else? said, I "Heroes have, never die." Just to type it on another, I've got it's one that you know, mother found and gave to me. But it's a it's a little uh, plastic plaque that has one of those quotes, you know, that it's like, I feel like it came off Instagram, but mom oh, yeah. gave it to me, so I keep it. And it's still kind of cool, because it's Batman, it says, everything's impossible until somebody does it. That was very Batman-esque. Yeah, and, but however, my favorite Batman line will always be, 
the most <laughs> sigma thing I've ever heard him say. He's gonna say one that well. A beautiful woman threw themselves to me at them at my feet, and they asked him what he did. He said, "I stepped over them." Like, I thought it was gonna be some days you can't get rid of a bomb. Oh, dude, but, no, that's that was a great, but that's that's Adam West. At. God, you don't respect nobody. And bro, you say the shit, and then you take the hat off, and then you're like, you're, you're like, dude, the, I get quiet. Like, I get quiet. Like that should be the indicator, you know. And besides, and we're not even mentioning our other, you know, Batman hero, Kevin Conroy. Oh man, that one hurts. Yes, yeah, that one does. <laughs> the old man, he tried to catch the fish. But he no catch the fish, and he no make a money. Rest in peace, Kevin Conroy. Mm-hmm. That was Batman. That, that was like, my Batman. Like, that is my Batman. I don't care. Like you know, what's great. He never put on the costume. Uh kind of, but that's yeah, another story. Like, yeah, like that's. <sighs> it's not fair. That's and, life, man. And for that. We put them in. Dude, can we can we put them in D tier? I want to put them in D tier. I want to put Halls of Valor in D tier. I'll put Halls of Valor in D tier because it it just feels like it's still not ready for M plus. I don't think it doesn't feel ready for M plus. I think that one is worn out for M plus. <sighs> Dude, worn like it just doesn't feel. Nothing about it feels good. The best um, part of it is the place where you're like out in the in the woods. We're that part not. of the dungeon feels good. Huh? Yeah, that part of the dungeon feels good. Um, Thank God they gave you a speed uh, running buff, but that probably tells you that, like, they realize, damn, like, people are never going to finish this dungeon if we don't do something. Like, Okay, now we come to Ruby Life Pools. This one is probably one of the communities... Uh, least favorite in terms of because again, and like yet, I think, I think most of the community, if they were going to make a tier list of Mythic Plus dungeons from season one or any season, they're going to go like Shadow Moon Burial Grounds at the top because it's easiest to time, and they're going to go something like Ruby Live Pools at the bottom. But we're not me, just going off like what's easy, right? And I got I, Ruby like, Live Pools. I think is the S tier for this. I, I'm uh, going to agree with that. Like, here's why. All the bosses have these have fun, unique mechanics. Now, I don't really mean unique. That are they, they, taught yeah. to you by the mobs throughout yeah, which, the dungeon. Exactly. If you're paying attention, you know what to do because you've seen all of them. That is a very um, tight dungeon. Mm-hmm. The timer does not. The timer is tight, but it does not feel unforgiving. When you fail Ruby Life Pools, if you are being honest with yourself, mm-hmm. you know what you did, did wrong. you failed exactly yeah, what you did wrong where was it where did you misstep the bosses like, were definitely overtuned to have been nerfed as many oh, yeah. times as they were and still be difficult though i don't think they've been nerfed mm-hmm. into a the thing is like and people Boulder were seems pop- to be consistently targeting range now you know the, hey. the problem is that people will take a dungeon like Ruby Life Pools, which was very, very hard at the beginning of the season and has been nerfed so many times now that people will be like, oh, that dungeon is is uh, is nerfed into oblivion. That dungeon will still check people, and it was overtuned to begin with. So I don't think it's 
been nerfed to where it's an easy dungeon. It's definitely no. easier than it was. It's tight. Mm-hmm. It's quick. So if you fail, like you're in and out, mm-hmm. which is good for Mythic Plus. And that's why Mythic Plus is bad also, as is designed. Like mm-hmm. I like it. It's it's be- it's good for the game, but like yeah. it forces you to go, man, if our dungeon is long, it's probably mm-hmm. gonna be it's- like not liked. It's full of checks everywhere. It's checking like that dungeon checks. It's got great everywhere. aesthetics. Yeah, and yes, it, it looks great. I was like, I love the color scheme to it. I like the it blues transforms and the reds. from when you're like in the bottom floor. And that's the one the complaint I do have about it, though. I do have one complaint. The dragon ride up is so unnecessary long. Like it's not that bad though what yeah, sucks dude, is that you respawn shit, like, what sucks is that you read and that in general could be a complaint about like man the places that they spawn you in yeah. when you die like yes that i will give i was like i was like i don't, I don't think the, the dragon ride is that bad it sucks because i hate it i hate it hate it hate it because there is a lot of unavoidable group damage in these dungeons puts a lot of stress on Mm -hmm. the healers on top of the changes that they made right before dragonflight came out that made the the life of healers hard but here's the problem like i hate it like because i don't think to tell everyone because you don't want to like there's so much shit in season one dragonflight dungeons in mythic plus when you're pogging that if you were going to tell everybody everything every time you will 1000 percent lose their attention like because there's so much that you would have to say and i do not tell people every time hey don't release because there are some dungeons that when people die when you're halfway around the ring up at the top and somebody dies which is very very because there's so much pressure on the healer in some of those trash packs in uh in four to five weeks, especially that like, hey, sometimes they've got to be like, well, somebody's going to die here. Like, I can't keep everybody alive. So and then instantly you see them release because there's a lot of stress on everyone. They died. Maybe they're embarrassed. Maybe they think they're going to get flamed. They know they need to get back as quickly as they can. And a lot of times the correct answer is just chill. Wait for the rest. Like, yeah, just chill out. Just wait. God, no that one's going to say shit. Everybody knows. Shit happens. You're in M plus. The, the only person who's gonna say something is a shitter. Like, yes. and yes. they don't like, like. They're not part of our community. If you're gonna shit on people in Mythic Plus dungeons, it better be your your regular friend group that you run. Exactly. With. You know, someone that you like. For example, when me and you shit on each other's playing. Yeah. Yeah. Like. And that feels fine, like yeah. fair. Like it's like you're talking, you know, and we run a lot. And I know Garrett, Sar Garrett is a solid DPS player. Everybody, we all we all make mistakes sometimes. So it's oh, like yeah, I fuck up at times. And so do I. Sometimes it's like mm-hmm. ah, on the second, which is why yeah, it's dude, like it's like when you die, like you miss a defensive. Yeah, dude, and like... that's what I was gonna say. This fucking boss definitely overtuned at first, but that is a tight dungeon because everybody has to be on their shit for that second boss. That second boss is hard, but that is a good boss. The healer has to be on it, and the healer is very stressed. Like. During searing blows, if the ad doesn't get killed fast yeah, enough, yeah. everybody is getting is dying there. Like the tank, if you miss it, like it's not as bad on Prot Warrior, but like if you're playing like Brewmaster, you got a lot of defensive options. But damn, if you don't cycle through them properly and use your mitigations, like 
you that boss get sticked for your paper. That's what's gonna happen. That boss will catch you sleeping if you are not paying attention. Yeah. And then the third boss is probably my least favorite of the three. But it's uh, a well-designed boss. It is an interesting boss. It's, it's very not difficult. overtuned. There's good... it was at first. It definitely was before uh, the nerf. No, I mean like okay. Let me put it. Let me rephrase then. It's not over-engineered. Yeah, there's a lot going on there, but once you know what to do, it feels manageable. Yeah, and even yeah, then, no, it's a, it's a dance that has some random moves in it. You just like that is a boss. Are we going to shake or groove? Progression here? on, like you don't get progression in the same way in dungeons that you mm -hmm. do in raids. Yeah, but that boss, you will slowly learn. Oh, that the aggro is going to reset at one as point soon as they unify. Like, and then you learn, I learned like, the hard way. Do if we not keep finish them, up there. It's like you learn things like, oh, if we keep them in between those pillars, the dragon won't fly all over the place, and it becomes much more manageable. When people mm -hmm. realize to take their fire puddles out to the out outside, to the when you realize that the wind blows in a pattern yep. every time. You know where it's going like, next. That is a good dungeon. Ruby mm -hmm. Lightpools, I think we both agree, S tier. Definitely hard for the healers. Like, but it's fine. It dude, it, it like it's hard for unforgiving the to it's, the DPS, yep. like and to the tank. Don't be sleeping. and it does not let you fall asleep as a tank. So, and I might, I think that might be. I don't want to say it for sure yet, but that's probably going to be the only S tier. Man, dungeon. I'm looking at the rest of these, and I'm be honest, some of these, only about two of them would I wipe my ass with. Shadow Moon burial grounds. What? And I'll say this first. I think Shadow Moon Burial Grounds aesthetically is a cool dungeon. And if you want to know the dungeon, that dungeon is a cool dungeon, here's what you yeah. do. Even if you don't normally do this, just do this one time. Turn your music on in World of Warcraft when you're flying up to the dungeon. The There's music. about one, one area that I think is pretty neat in there, but I think they really missed the ball on a lot. I'm just it. saying the music sets the stage for that dungeon. Yeah. Yeah. It feels like the Fire Temple music in Ocarina of Time almost. Like it's got this like low, like kind of like it definitely feels like you're going to a, a tomb. Mm -hmm. Like you fight near Zul, which that's pretty cool. That's fucking throwback. If you know what you're talking about, it's plead the fifth. into oblivion. But like plead the fifth. No, don't plead the fucking fifth. That dungeon is I throwback. don't hold my tongue on this part. Nerzul is as old as nah. Warcraft 2. He, he might yes, even he be Warcraft. Yeah, but just not the version that we know. Yeah, I know. I said it was retcon, but I'm saying like... Dude, the... <laughs> okay. Continuing on. Shadow Moon has the same problem that some of the other dungeons have, but in reverse. That dungeon is so... Easy timer-wise, right, you right. you should not have that level of you difference. You really shouldn't. A lot of those because pools aren't difficult. You look at everybody's IO. If you use the Raider IO add-on, which if you yeah. watched our video, you absolutely should be using. If you're doing Mythic Plus, you probably already are. And remember, you you're not getting guarantees. You're making an educated guess. You shouldn't. He's talking about when you're picking your groups for yeah. pugs, obviously. If you haven't seen, you should go back and watch the video. It's a good video. I, I'm I might be slightly biased when I say that. There should Just never be a season. There should never be a season where everybody has one dungeon up at the top as their best run, 
Because what you've got there is a situation where people are literally incentivized to fail other keys to get a shot to get Shadow Moon Burial Grounds. Mm -hmm. They had to nerf it so bad that they changed the scoring system specifically for Shadow Moon Burial Grounds so that if you fail it above a 20, you get score as you would if you had timed a 20, which made some people's IO score go down. And if you're one of those people and you're mad about it, then you're not being honest with yourself. And yeah. how can you like, I don't know, like if you don't care about like, you know, like it's about as I don't want to say it. it's about as close to cheating as you could get like without, you know, like we all cheese the systems in games sometimes, but like aesthetically, aesthetically I think it's cool. First boss. Uh, she's got some decent mechanics, but like once, yeah, it's a cool, it's aesthetic. It, like it, but it's, it's a fairly boring boss. Yeah, like the daggers and eh, stand over here. Second boss, I could like, dude, we've all like I've always ignored. It might be just because of how much leech I have, but I've always ignored that echo thing or dude, whatever. I want to say in general, I think one of the best things if you were going to legitimately whether you're talking about classic era or retail if you're going to honestly evaluate world of warcraft as a game one of the things that you you could say a lot of negative about it but one of the things oh, yes, you, you i think you have to give world of warcraft is their dungeons are some of the best design in yeah, mmorpgs MMO yeah if you sure. look into mmos nowadays dude like I've seen a lot of it on Josh Strive Hayes' mm -hmm. channel because he plays all kinds of MMOs. Like, dude, MMOs today, like they don't even design dungeons. Some of them don't have trash, which you could make strong arguments for. But like I don't like that. No, 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 no. They literally will be like five minute runs in some MMOs, like for the entire dungeon. Yeah. Like, I think that's you know but what having what? you know what I fucking want, hype? What? I want M plus dead mines. That's what I want. Yeah. He's talking about original dead mines too. And I would play the uh, Dude, the, they're, the they're cataclysm the dead mines as well. The same one. The only difference is the cannon part, really. No, it's a different dungeon. Well, but I mean, yeah, okay, the bosses are a little bit different, but I mean, like, there's cataclysm dead mines is good too. Like, here's the yeah. problem though with some World of Warcraft dungeons: the bosses, the first, second, third, all of the bosses in shadow moon burial grounds have mechanics that when you put them on paper you're like hey this isn't a boring boss this should be like some good mechanics but they end up effectively being and this is like the, the dungeon is years and years old at this point but still like the first three bosses are pretty much like negligible almost in terms of mechanics like at this point and the fucking worm boss, God, I think everybody would agree that he is a health sponge and health sponges are God dang bad dude. bosses. It was really bad in Destiny, but like, man, yeah, dude. tyrannical God, worm dude. sucks. Like that is a long yeah. fucking boss. Like Nerzul is the only boss I would say that feels like a good boss. The body slam is really the only mechanic you have to dodge. Everything else is pretty much a fucking joke. Well, okay, okay. Inhale is not a joke if you're not a demon hunter or something, you know? Like, 
When I first ran out, and I was like, oh, dude, I can just straight up ignore this mechanic. Even if I get inhaled, the damage is minimal, and I get back to the ring immediately. His ears shot up when I threw the ball. Okay. Like, so, I think, uh, what else can we say about Shadow Moon Burial Grounds? Some of the trash is... Um... Okay, here's another thing. Nerzul's <laughs> fucking wall of bones... It's bullshit some, sometimes. Some of those fucking alleyways are narrow. I don't know if it's supposed to. I wonder, you know what? I would really, once we get uh, Keystone Hero, I'm going to start trying to see what I can do to figure out what causes that, if there is any relationship at all. Because he's, it, you, let me know in the comments if you have noticed this or not. And maybe it's just a random thing, and that's all there is to it. But it definitely, I, if I guess, wouldn't say anything about it in the uh, journal. Sometimes those alleys in between, we always try to kill the second. I always mark it with a skull, not the one on the far left or the far right. I pick the side that's furthest away from the omens of death, the purple pillars that you should not stand by, which... I believe does damage relative to how close you yes, are to it. It's, it's by, not enough it's to just vicinity. it's not enough to just move like two steps away, like like the the daggers are, like which can be confusing. I know from the first boss, but like yeah, just don't put them on the moon. Sometimes it's too narrow, well, not too narrow, but sometimes it's more narrow, and um, I like almost without fail, somebody touches the poo poo, as we say. Um, in the middle of that boss and it ends up like taking what should have been a plus three or a plus two and makes it a plus one and sometimes a mythic plus wipes can like break morale and then people start playing poorly after that i've seen people's dps fall off it's because people like it's just demoralizing and once again it's very unforgiving in mythic plus that's why tyrannical is so much worse than fortified because it's like one dps dies or somebody dies and it's like well might as well reset it if you don't have battle res shadow moon burial grounds i do think nerzel is a good boss though um i think he's the uh, best boss in a dungeon yeah yeah he's a fun boss but i i think as a whole like i think that that but dungeon I, needs i'm gonna to be, be honest shadow moon burial grounds just kind of broke the whole in plus thing altogether, and what like, do you mean? It, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah to the season. point where it had to have its own fix. I'm going to have to say that's got to go in C tier, dude. Yeah, I think it, it I brings think that's a lot to the table, but place. it's literally. I thought you were going to say D tier, and I might not have. I, I don't know. D tier is not fair enough because it's still at least like. It's at least like if you if you had a rough key and you ended up with, say, like a 15 Shadow Moon Burial Grounds, in that situation, you're pretty, sitting pretty good because it's pretty easy to double or triple that one. The timer that hauls okay, like the timer for Shadow Moon Burial Grounds, mm -hmm. too long, too forgiving. But the Halls of Valor timer should be closer to the feel of the Shadow Moon because my God, like yeah, and Shadow, Shadow Moon manages that with having that stupid ass run before first boss. God, do not after first boss, do not me. release if you die before the second boss. Because yeah, wait till the Void Walker dies to release. That's the kind of shit that makes people but really leave. you shouldn't be dying in the first place. Okay. Now we're getting to what I think has shaped up to be the most difficult dungeon in the season. Yeah. At week nine. The which Azure is, Vault. Which is one for me and you is surprisingly not mechanics that me and you generally fuck up. Listen, the Azure Vault is 
a love hate relationship for yeah. me as the tank. I fucking I th- I think Azure Vault. It, the the timer is the least forgiving, and that feels bad. From the way I route that dungeon, because I don't do the stuff where we pull everything at the beginning. Not everything. Nobody pulls everything, but a lot of people kill. Now that they've nerfed the uh, the piercing shards on the arcane furies, which I would say is a candidate for the hardest trash mob in season one. I would also say the Inferno guys in Ruby Life pulls because they kill everybody. Mm-hmm. Shouldn't it be Azure Vault should be negligible if your tank is positioning correctly. I mean, not negligible, but like piercing shards. If the tank does right and the group knows not to go in, there's yeah. a lot of cones in season one. Um, oh yeah, dude. But it's, the piercing dude, shards. Season two God. is going to be just as bad, if not worse. Oh, I'm not looking forward to season two, bro. Um, Dude, Brackenhide. And by the way, no, touching I on the point of spawn point, a lot of these spawn points are premeditated because look at Halls of Infusion. It's designed, literally there are corridors that open up that if you die, you go this way and instead. that's one nice thing we can say about Halls of Infusion, at least. Oh, dude, that, infusion, that, gauntlet, that gauntlet is going to be ass. That gauntlet oh, dude, is going to no. suck fucking no, dick. No. It's going to be terrible. Fucking frogs is going to kill... Uh, uh, keys in that place. Yeah, because people don't understand. And it's the one thing you, it should be easiest. Run away. Freaking Monty Python, run away. That's it. Run, run away, away, little girl. Yeah. yeah run just, away. Just run and be just run and toss and just whatever's in the bag, throw it. Just nothing requires you to stand. Just be tossed. They should have they should have had a reference to the big bad wolf in that dungeon somehow. Why? Just there's, because there's nothing in there that even remotely looks close to the big bad wolf. Come on, man. It's not about looking like him. There's just there well, should be the, some, like why are you making be, a Karazhan reference? There should here? be some kind of reference to him telling people to run away. Dude, he is literally the default selection for GTFO. We ran with a. Uh, I know a lot of people are like uh, like have PTSD about that now. There was mm-hmm. a. A dungeon run I did in uh, in uh, Azure Vault. I think it was not. I don't know. What, we were talking about Halls of Infusion, and uh, it was Azure Vault because I told people I was like, "Hey, don't let the frogs step on you." And there was a guy who was like, yeah. "But that's my kink." And then, uh, like I said, "Hey, you're gonna love yeah. Halls of Infusion because oh, yeah. there's one where you have to let them swallow you." Yeah. Um, Azure Vault. Yeah, which most people don't realize. That little green arrow, like circle that happens around him. If you don't have someone get eaten, he's gonna enrage. So People unless you have a suit, put the tank in there. Yeah. Well, that, what's that's not going to be as hard for people in that dungeon. That's yeah. one that I'm definitely healer, take. you never jump in there. I swear that's to God, one if that I see I'm a definitely going to have to take detox for because out. if they get to ten stacks of the poison, they die instantly. Anybody. So I'll definitely be taking detox in that one, and that will feel good. Isn't, as de- isn't that poison though? Isn't it a red, red no, barrier? It's one that you can dispel with. Okay, the, it's the dispellable. Detox. Okay, you're thinking of Rackenhide at the at the end. Oh yeah, dude. Fuck. The thing I like about Azure Vault fuck is Rackenhide. fuck Knowles. Why do people like Knowles? Azure Vault. The first two bosses are not like the second boss is very difficult for people at large. The first boss you can't sleep on it. But uh, before they nerfed the third one, the frost bombs felt bad with how much damage they did at one tick. Now they are completely like they might as well not exist. Um, 
and the timer is still tight even with them nerfing the the health of the last two mm. uh bosses but the thing i like about azure vault is once you get past the the way i route it and probably similar well okay some people set it up so they don't have to do this way but we set it up as like hey once you get past Azure Blade, second boss, I tell the healer, hey, we're about to move, move, move. And it seems hectic. Like, you grab the, the fucking whatever he's called, the breaker, the big draconoid dude, and then you run into that room, you pull everything, and it is chaos, mm -hmm. but it is... Although, the run we had the other night... That was some of the greatest stun rotation I had ever seen. Oh, yeah. And that's we, what I'm dude, saying. We is were like, on with that group. That group. I uh, love Azure Blade. Didn't we I mean, add I, people after that group? I we did. We, I think we added like two. It was a Death Knight yeah. and a Drakthir, wasn't it? Azure Vault, tough dungeon. Good in the... Like, like I like... There's a lot of options for routing there. You can jump down off of the first ring. People do that. Uh, I, I jump off every ring. I never use that book. I will say that, like that dungeon with the last boss being a dragon, relative to the dungeon, the dragon at the end of Algathar Academy, huge difference in the level of uh, difficulty between those two and dragon bosses. Right. And you know what? I I really feel like I know where this is going. I really feel like we're going to be putting this in A tier, but I need to make an argument for B tier right quick. Um, I'm trying to think what I don't like about it. Oh, I'm okay. about to tell you what I don't like about it. There's an inordinate amount of swirlies in that dungeon. Oh yeah, there's a, yeah, dude. That that place is a yogurt chop. Just swirl, 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 swirl everywhere. It is a ridiculous amount of swirlies. Yeah. What is it that you're gonna say? The reason why I feel like it personally, I feel like it should go down to B tier. It's because Azure Fault is one that slaps me in the face every time I go. Because as a demon hunter, they literally put in there, or Cindy Grossa that says, I installed these transports for the flightless caretakers of my vault, right? I you don't have flightless. to use the freaking book. You, you know why? Flightless. Because I'm not flightless. So That's why can't flying. I soar? Why That's not flying. That's falling with style. You are a sad, strange I can fly. man. And I can I fly. You are a sad, strange little man, and I pity you. You actually are Buzz Lightyear right now. Can! You actually are Buzz Lightyear right now. Everywhere I go, I see him. <laughs> I loved Buzz Lightyear. When uh, when that first movie came out. Dude, um, it, dude I, I, all I'm getting at is... The timer is so tight. It just slaps me in the face every time. The timer is too tight. They had to nerf two bosses big time. Uh, now the third boss feels like a shell of itself. That that dungeon. Although that, that I boss, will say this about it, they nerfed that boss into oblivion. Azure Vault also hits you in the feels box pretty pretty heavy. It can. The dude, RP dude, is. Dude, I mean, the RP is interesting the, in that dungeon. That dungeon feels like it has not the, the most part mystery. With Cindy Grossa that makes you feel bad. Cindragosa. So whatever. It's not her. It that sounds makes you, weird hearing you say Cindy Gosa. Cindy Grossa. Whatever. The, RP, the that dungeon feels like it has. If you listen to that the dungeon, feels like it has the most mystery. If, yeah, well, I mean, sure, it's it's a vault full of a bunch of stuff she locked up. Like, of course, that's interesting. Um, you know, it's kind of like what else do the uh, the Caldor I have in their vault? Um, but anyway, 
No, they don't have cows in there. Oh, no Tarin? No. Uh, like, I don't think there's. I don't think Grim Totem have the resurrection problem, so I think they just kill those. Um, Somewhere out there, there's a civilization of night elves and Tarin living together, and they're called the Cow Dorai. I just wanted to clear that up. You might not know. This is the only that. time I've ever hoped that your building just collapses on you. You, um, <laughs> I, I'm glad I could give you that little uh, nugget of information there. Ugh. The more you know. I would say it sounds like more you, I mean, honestly, from, more that, you know. from that uh, little segment there, I feel like you're probably on Wild's R34 page, aren't you? Um, what's R34? Google it. <laughs> Anyways. I don't know what you're talking about. Of course you don't. Anyways, you're not Maybe a man if you of know what R34 is, you could tell us down in the comments. And if you don't know, Google it. But anyways, yeah, as I was like I was saying, listening to the last boss on that one. You've been like, really trying to get this out. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm just saying it like just well, I'm trying to bring it back to where we, you know. We're not just because we we have a problem of starting a conversation. I will say that uh, to, to your point of that, I do not normally feel like the it's, voice it's hard acting, for me to feel like I feel like the voice acting is like yeah. That's what I'm trying to say. Is I feel like the, for the other end, I feel like the voice acting in World of Warcraft is usually one of the weaker elements of the game. Mm -hmm. But that guy, I will it. say that Sindra Ghost's voice actor does the best job even though she's basically like doing wow's version of cortana which is like she she conveys probably the most emotion i'm gonna be honest it makes sense that mally ghost would do that you know i'm just saying i mean dr well, light basically started building robots because he lost people or was mally ghost goes crazy obviously yeah, well, they did call him Mad Maligus anyways. There's a cool reference to that in um, to him and Neltharia and Deathwing both in, uh, not, is it Day of the Dragon? Whichever book it is, not Day of the Dragon. The one that is um, Dawn of the Aspects, the one about mm. them when they're in the past. Like, they both look to the mountains and they don't know why. Like, they, they just stare off in that direction sometimes. And I think the implication is that they're hearing the voices of the old gods, like definitely Death Deathwing. Like um, he's not Deathwing at that well, yeah. point. But even as Proto Drake, the there are whispers in the mountain. Yeah, it's cool. <laughs> Azure Vault, I think there's a sickness on that mountain. I think that it's the third boss is poorly designed in that, like. It needed. It was over oh, the, the fact that one move got nerfed. It was over was not that, a problem. Yeah, like if that was like that boss was like propped up on the frost bombs, and that was that yeah, is a that's a lazy design. Like now, there was one time when we ran. Although, it, if you we ran with a Drakthir healer, run out. Jesus Christ! We ran with a Drakthir healer one time in that dungeon. Who for? The life of us. I don't know. I think we. I think we wiped three times on that boss, and every time I was like, the first time he he did it, I was like, "Hey, 
don't drop the the frost bomb. Oh on God, the, yeah, on the runes he dropped him. It's right Ooh, where you have center. to stand in the shield, and he did it every time. And eventually, the healer just like left in a rage quit. It was a resto druid, by the way. Oh, I say the vast majority of our leavers are druids. Always Dude, druids. I'm just saying, there's say, that kind of person that plays them. My, one of my favorite things is uh, when I have a Chad healer, and the way I know I have a Chad healer is. Sometimes I'll talk probably, to them. Oh, the two that I know you're talking about, those dudes were laid back and cool. Sometimes uh, the Chads are always laid back and cool. Yeah, dude. You're doing great. They're like, hey, that's great. Something there negative happens. Sometimes when oh, I will G, message baby. the healer before the dungeon and I'll ask him, hey, you know, it's bursting or whatever, like, or something. You know, I talk to him yeah. before I'm like, oh, I'm going to go fast here. Let me know if I need to slow down, whatever. Like, there's sometimes. When I'll be right before the boss and I check and they're missing mana and I'm like mana or I'll say, say when you're good heals. And then the Chad healers, sometimes they're like the ones that are just like, I'm good, bro. Like uh, they just, <laughs> there, there've been a couple that like instantly respond to that question with let's go. And I'm like, all right, man, that is a confident healer that it's like, I know that healers are having to like fucking spin four plates all at once but there are some that like they're like it's good man just keep going i'm like i'll be like hey are we going too fast and i've been like, these plates before i know these roads i think the reason i will drop it down to uh b tier from a tier is because the timer is just too tight yeah no, in, no, no. In it's so to, unforgiving it's like you just have to have perfection or it has the opposite problem of the yeah. shadow moon burial grounds yeah which somehow it ended up higher on the list. Hilarious. Well, because I think yeah, it wasn't no, no, a season. I, I, where, I agree with where it's at. Like I would probably put Shadow Moon Burial Grounds higher no. if it, just like Court, uh, Court of Stars and Shadow Moon Burial Grounds both. I would rate higher if it wasn't season one Dragonflight. Like if we were just rating the dungeons as dungeons. Problem is, is we're doing season one mythic plus. Yeah, that's that's and that's saying. why like honestly, because of that, I still feel like Court Star should be lower. But that's a personal prejudice. So now we're running into two dungeons that both feel probably the most different to me, depending on whether it's a fortified or a tyrannical week. Yeah, because they're both adversely different when depending on what it is. And the thing about the first one, <laughs> Temple of the Jade Serpent, is that dungeon is one of the few that I think, personally, being the tank, is more difficult on fortified weeks than it is on tyrannical. And almost all of the difficulty comes after the third boss on those pools that were not in the dungeon originally. They've added those packs, and that last pack can be a key breaker on a fortified week. Yeah. Dark Claw still will slap you on a fortified week. It's a joke compared to what it was pre-nerf. People were cheesing the shit out of the third dungeon boss there originally, and it was left in there for a long time. We never did this. I don't even think... Do you know what the cheese is for the, the Dragon Lady boss? Uh, is it the thing you've been trying to get me to do? No. No. That uh, will be, I think that would work still, and that would be cool. You yeah. used to be able to 
There's stairs that lead up to the next part, right? It's a closed door. Oh, until you're you talking about it. using the uh, the what's it called? The line of sight thing with the with the height. You could you could essentially yeah Ignore by using breath. the elevation you could you could negate some of the mechanics, and that is something that should be fixed because there was a problem with Veximus as well. You could yeah. make you could set it up. We never did it's it either because for healers too, healers and range, they both suffer from the elevation issue. Well, I'm just saying, yeah, that is that's a World of Warcraft design problem. Yeah, because probably, it, and that's once probably again, a spaghetti code problem. Just fucking give us an expansion like they're doing now, keep it around for a couple years, and then give us a game with a fucking engine that is designed to do this shit. The spaghetti code is just, dude, it well shows its age. If it was a boat, she would be showing her it's age. It's very in old. Everything. Dude, most games are not like running that long, like either. Like, yeah, I know. Now, but given the resources, just... listen, 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 listen. Given the amount of resources that a company like Blizzard has, dude, you've got to understand. This is a small indie company we're talking about here. Okay. You can't be, you can't be uh, too hard on them. All right. So, I ask you to take it down a notch. Look, I understand they're small company indie, but like, I just feel like that certain care should be taken with this game. I mean, it is literally one of the biggest breadwinners in all of the video gaming industry. You would think you would take a little bit better care of it. Small indie company. If I could just bang my head into the keyboard, but it's a nice hey, razor board, so you, I'm bro. not going to do that. Nothing's stopping you. Yeah, uh, I don't want to buy another fucking keyboard. The, the whole reason why I buy a razor is so I don't have to buy for five or six years. Temple, oh, don't, well, okay. Temple of the Jade Serpent, I love oh, the aesthetic. Oh, my shit works. And my uh, death, hey, by the way, my death stalker is now my work, uh, is now my work keyboard. Temple of the Jade Serpent. I love the aesthetic. I love the colors. I don't love the narrow hallways. That feels bad on a couple of parts of the dungeon. Mm -hmm. I hate the trash mobs because Dark Claw uh, and um, the not Defiling Mist. I can't remember the name of it all of a sudden. It might be Defiling. Oh, what? Uh, the, the one you have to kick from the the mist the 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 channeled spell that uh, will like kill anybody in like two seconds if somebody doesn't kick it. Um, that's not like a horrible. I'm just saying. When, when it comes down to Jade Serpent for me, I am not a real big fan of the the instance myself because I'm not like I hate bosses that do not allot me my toolkit. And as a demon hunter, like not being able to fell rush or vengeful retreat, um, that's why like the the first two bosses in there are the first two are the only bosses I really super struggle with. To be fair, demon hunters didn't exist when that I understand was that. I'm getting around it because there is basically I found a a square that you can run or a triangle rather I should put that you can run on that ring with the fell rushes on the first boss like and I cannot stand the fact that people like do not know where to take the vortex like yeah. it's no, it's I, yeah, it's, it's not, so simple 
No, not the second part yeah, of but the like, reading. Listen, let's not make it about like complaining about what I know. I know. I get. I, I get off on a tangent. I can't help it. That boss I mean, should be an easy boss. Right. It, well, it's it's why we call it the stupid check. I was gonna uh, say, like, do you want to say? But there it is. I it's do, like, dude. That's what it is. That first boss is just a stupid check. That's all it I've is. I've seen a lot of twenty eight hundred main players. Do the dumbest fucking shit on that boss, like and putting vortexes in the center ring, fucking getting hit by washed away. It's a giant kamehameha of water. Why do you think you should be washer. in that? It's a power washer. Yeah, literally. It, it, like if you got hit by that, you don't have anything left. It it just eviscerates bone and all. Like you should look like Schmitty Werberman Jensen. Yeah, and no, you, you ain't number, number one. one. You ain't number one if no. you died to the fucking water wash boss. Away. The stupid check. We have yet to die to wash away. It was his hat, Mister Krabs. He, <laughs> he was, was number, number one. one. He was number one. He was. Okay. Um, so, so then that begs the question, right? Where does it go? Uh, the second boss is interesting mechanic, but that one's pretty negligible. It's not entirely yeah. negligible. That one, that one is a healer. Neither of us, you you play a healer on one of your alts mm -hmm. for a little while. Dude, the like, worst part was that debuff, and even then it's not that bad. Like, uh, well, we didn't ever go very high on those either because that can ooh. become a problem for the mm -hmm. healer, but like it mostly... Um, and the third boss, okay, now I will say the third boss there, that's one where I'm like, sometimes I'm like, well, oh, I don't yeah, know. Second, second phase. I almost, but here's a little tip for you that I learned from Quasi. Like, so once again, shout out to the Quasi's fucking fantastic. If you save your potions for the second phase yeah. of the Jade Serpent boss, when it does the thing where it does the, the the kick and then your health gets obliterated, you have to heal through a shield before you can get your health back. Your potion will help the healer out there. So your healer will thank you if you save a pot mm -hmm. like uh, for that phase and two. And three pots are cheap. I mean, they are cheap. Also, they are you so can, no, cheap. they're like they're dirt cheap, which like, is good because you need them. Everyone should have. You if can you don't buy have pots, them with ass plus. pennies. Like ass pennies. <laughs> Man, there's a reference. I'm going to talk about Aspenies. I say talk about showing episode. age, right? Uh, man. <laughs> the good thing about that boss is there's some cool stuff that you can do there, which we said earlier adds to it. Mm -hmm. Like, is like we haven't gotten it to work yet, and it shouldn't be impossible. We just haven't tried it that many times. There's mm -hmm. a mechanic where he, as a demon hunter, can oh, yeah. haunt the boss the and then jump and basically become invincible for yeah. like a period of time and that feels good because it's a it's like a skill shot kind of uh like cheese if you want to call oh, it yeah. cheese dude and, I, use uh, it, I use it to skip a deafening screech on the bird like n fix the things like the stairs because that completely uh, trivializes a boss but something like the demon hunter thing like that's completely i think that's that's cool to have i think jade serpent for me I would think, and you're not going to agree with this probably, but like I said, and this is one that definitely in four or five weeks, I'm like, ah, when I see it come up, but... You know, that last pull. I think Jade Serpent, I would call uh, an A dungeon for me. 
it's fast it's got yeah, some interesting it's, mechanics it's not s tier because some of those bosses are like yeah, just and some of the ads are there's enough to learn that adds like eventually we learned a trick where mm -hmm. you have everybody stack in front of a pillar I think it was also a quasi trick and have them face the boss because the ads come out from behind you. If you place yourself properly right before that move comes, mm -hmm. you stack all of your ads and you can AOE them down. Oh yeah. Real quick. Quickly. Like, which feels like progression when you learn that kind of thing over time. Like, uh, I would say Jade Serpent for me is an A it's, it's got, it's not a give me it's quick relative to some of the other, uh, I guess my least favorite thing about it, or one of my least favorite things about it, the run back is terrible until you get to the, uh, until you the beat third the third boss. boss. Yeah. Yeah. First boss isn't that bad because, yeah. like, if they die, they just, you're, you're right there. You dare disturb these waters? These waters? Yeah. Waters? It sounds like droopy. Which, yeah, like you a, know, dro a droopy, droopy is then, like stuck it, in a pool. If you know um, Clear who Droopy throat, is, then uh, let me know uh, who you've got for um, uh, like a, a doctor for your back because you're probably old and your back is going out and we can all use. That's why my chair is a Serta. A good doctor. What do you think? Where is it for you? I can concede day. And in the in the world that we live in today, I feel like uh, dude. The only reason why I would put it in B is because it's Panda Land. Shorter dungeons have to be uh, like like if you make a dungeon too long, everybody's gonna hate it nowadays. Which um, although I will say Panda Land did nail how I thought like in Warcraft Three what Chin Storm Shouts home would look like. Dude, I'm gonna be honest. In two seconds about Pandalay. Like mm -hmm. uh, I remember when it first came out, and I remember I had stopped playing ca in Cataclysm at that point. Before I remember when it came out because I talked to Austin about it, and he told me about it when it was coming out, and I was like, ah, yeah. It, it just, happened it when just Kung Fu like, Panda came out, and yeah. I was at the age. I was Everybody like, was like, and hey, Kung Fu Panda stupid. is a good movie. Kung Fu Panda is a great movie. Oh, dude, I love that fucking movie. The but first two, I, I, never I, the third. I heard the third one's still good. We all called it Kung Fu Panda when it first came out. We probably wrote it off. That cinematic, the intro cinematic. Oh, dude, Miss, handsome, the freaking stuff. That is, a, that is a good <laughs> it cinematic. It was a great cinematic. It's throwback really to Warcraft 3. Dude, <laughs> yeah. that panda becomes the Infernal from the beginning of Warcraft 3 yeah. when, that, when that human hands the spear over to the, to the orc that was just trying to kill him, and they're like, Oh shit! <laughs> like, Thank you. That like, was fantastic. Like, uh, but I also love kung fu movies. So like, oh uh, yeah, dude, dude, Miss Pandaria. If I had given it a fair chance, like as I think that is uh, definitely one of the. It's not as bad of an expansion as we initially thought when we well, were all we were young. just younger at the time. Back when we all weren't old geriatrics with AARP cards and yeah. Handicap parking. You know what sucks is when we're the appropriate age, we'll never be able to collect Social Security. Oh, yeah. I don't know why the fuck you would go there. Like, uh, that's because I'm paying time. for it. Okay. Now, if this was a tier list of bad voice acting, then this one would take the cake. I hate the beginning. 
I hate the intro. But fly! The T-Ride is older in the Shikar. It can defeat Balakar Klan. I don't know let why fly! they took... And let fly. Fucking let fly. Hey, like, you man, listen, that lady was full sending it in, in that, like, recording booth, but my God, like, well, she did give us good memes. No mm-hmm. Good Offensive was a roller coaster in that the first time we did that on day one in Dragonflight, that was fucking cool. It was like, oh, man, we were like, Dragonflight, Dragon Riding is still good. Still one of the better parts of Dragonflight. Yeah, dude. That's, it was it, cool it, to fly around. And it makes me excited for maybe some mechanics with Dragon Riding. You know, maybe no a boss. Good of, yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, I, Max from Maximum Limit, I think, actually had a decent take on what they will likely do with something like that. He's like, I guarantee you there will be dragon riding in a raid boss at some point. He's like, and I guarantee you it will probably be you have to fly from one platform to the other. Like, And there will be something that if you do it, you get a DPS buff. And I'm like, yeah, the dude probably, and he's a world first raider. So he knows the raids ah, in and out. So he, he can't get first anymore for America, for Team USA, nope. in God knows how long. And, hey, I can't do it. So, so yeah, uh, you know. what are you shitting in the bag for? You're not winning. Damn. Damn, Max. Hey, he's doing it for the bag. That's what he's doing it for. He's getting paid with that bag. And <laughs> wonder, then he's shitting in that bag. What kind of bag does Max shit in? Like, and he goes to sleep. He goes to sleep on the piles of money that he dumped out of the bag that he then <laughs> shot in. Like, I would say he's wiping his ass with hundred. He told him, like, I don't watch all of his content by any stretch, but man, he was telling a story one time recently where he was on stream and I forget what he was talking about. I think it was in his video where he did a video where he was like, you know, I've comparing tier lists. Videos. What? Yeah. I've what are watched, you saying right now? I've never watched any of these. I know videos. that's fine. Like just listen for two seconds to quote you. Bro, you got to shut your goddamn mouth. And you got to listen with your ears. Like you said, in you one of our old episodes, like you got to like, Hey, just go watch one of our old episodes and tell <laughs> me which one it was that he said it in. It was funny, but like he was telling a story. It's in the video where he's comparing the tier list after the raid to what they all thought it would be. He was definitely lying about what the tier. He actually, actually he straight up said he was never going to give his take before the world first race, because it's like privileged information between the teams at that point, what they do think is good and what they think is bad. Anyways, he said, um, he was telling a story about how, like, he's like, you know what? I saw this face and I don't remember what it was that he was referencing to, but he's like, He's trying to describe a look on someone's face. Uh, I know what it was. He apparently, he ordered a pizza. And he was in the middle of a raid when the pizza, what the fuck are you doing? It's been more than two seconds. Shut your goddamn (laughs) pie hole. I'm just saying. Well, you ain't a saying. You're a human. So quit Uh, it. Sadly, this is true. And if you were a saying, you're looking like you would be well. <laughs> I won't do that to you. I was gonna say you're looking like he's not a saying either. Oh, don't you dare call me Radis. No, I was gonna say Yajirobe. Oh, <laughs> like, wow, Yajirobe gets worse. I could have. He's actually... one of the greatest characters in all of this. Fucking, <laughs> <laughs> he's hilarious. But fucking, uh, he's telling a story about he ordered a pizza, 
and he's in the middle of a raid pool and the window in the apartment he was in at the time, he can see the pizza guy who's outside with the pizza. He's at his computer playing a game. He looks at him, but he doesn't get up to answer the door. So he's trying to communicate to the pizza guy. Hey, I have to do what I'm doing right now because he's raid leading. Like, because he's middle. getting paid, to, he can't leave the computer. And there is a man who is not getting paid enough outside <laughs> to with deal the with pizza. that shit. And he's like, "Why can't I just fucking leave? You're holding him hostage, like." Not like some people say that you're getting held hostage in the middle of an M plus run, like getting held hostage. God damn and it! Why he is it tells held hostage when you have to complete the content you signed up for? He talked exactly because people don't want to do the content; they want the loot, which is a bad design. Like he says that the, he sees a look on the guy's face, and he's like, "The only way I can describe this face and his chat." Mm-hmm. that was watching this video did not get it at all but i and i don't like i i watch his content sometimes but i don't usually laugh i laughed out loud when i heard this because i have a dog he's right there i love him very much he has two gigantic dogs that he also loves very much and he said i the guy had a look on his face that i can only describe as when you walk in and you see your dog, you walk into your house and you catch your dog in the middle of taking a shit. And he's got shame on his face because he feels bad. He knows he's not supposed to do what he's doing, but it's happening anyway. And he wishes he could stop it. And you wish you could stop it, but there's no way to stop it. It's and his fucking, he gave an incredibly specific and well-described description of the look on the face that he was giving to the pizza man and his chat did not get it at all, but his chat clearly has never seen their dog in the act of shitting on the floor. They know they're not supposed to shit on. Oh yeah. This dog has only done that four times and two of them he was sick for. So that's not his fault. Like, and honestly, if your dog shits in the house, that's your fault. Yeah. No, that comes down to the trainer and the owner. Sometimes they can't help it, but like well, if you're mad at you know, if your happens. dog shit on the floor and you're mad at the dog, I'm not going to say everything, but chances are it was your fault that that dog shot in the house. Yeah, because like, you didn't either take him out, you didn't so listen to the signals. Fucking, don't beat your dog in the first place. Like, God there's damn, a, yeah, don't there's a that. more effective way to teach the dog what to do. Like, can't all you're going to do is grandpa. scare it. Like. Anyways, I thought that was a hilarious description. No Good Offensive was a dungeon that I loved at first, then I hated, and now I feel like it's a, uh, it's not the best dungeon, but it's a, I don't hate it like I did. It has a, it's like, okay, so there's potential, it's not there yet, I don't particularly care for Centaur, I'm not, I'm not a fan of fighting him. I'm not a fan oh. of being around them. Although I am glad to hear that they used the original centaur sound before he the last boss charge. You've gone on about that three times. Dude, he fucking I, I loves just, that. I, I love that little shit like that. Like I, I, go, I was like, yeah. <laughs> he literally on two separate occasions, like weeks apart, like was uh, like he said it, and I'm like, 
I'm just, I like hearing shit like that, dude. I'm cool with all the updates, but you know what? Throw me an Easter egg in there with one of the mobs or something, you know? A little something for the guy who's been here for since 04. The Dragonflight Season 1 Mythic Plus Dungeons are, the Dragonflight ones specifically, are too mechanic heavy. And there is not a better example mm -hmm. of it than the third trash packs up before the third boss. No, no, no. Azure Blade is definitely what comes down to the That's over engine. That's a boss. I'm yeah. talking about trash, oh, mechanics. trash mechanics. Okay. I don't think Azure Blade is too many mechanics. Oh, God, that's way too much shit going on. No, I'll tell you this. I think that boss has a lot going on, and it's not, like, it's definitely not forgiving, and there are a lot of, like, it's probably the most mechanic-heavy boss in the season. Mm -hmm. It feels like yeah, what the Court of Stars... I'll give you what you're going with it. No Kuhn, that trash in itself is almost like each one of those necropools is like a mini boss but it becomes much easier it's also been nerfed like which uh, overall things were definitely tuned too hard the newer dungeons and will probably you mark my words now there's no way it's first of all it's good that they've done balancing changes on the dungeons throughout the season but i'll bet you anything we go through the same frustrations in season two and it takes them long. Like, and you know what? That at that point, if you're the developer, it probably sucks because you're like, even when they admit that we're doing what they want, the problem becomes we're not doing it fast enough. It's like, and I know they had Christmas and all that, but like fucking those dungeons were not. And Hey, they were crunched. They've said that Dragonflight was, and uh wrath classic were like definitely pushed out before they were ready. Like, those dungeons needed some more tuning. Yeah, they did. But yeah, the third, there's so much trash. I mean, there's so many mechanics in the third trash packs that like you, people will die and they'll have no idea why they're dying. And it just feels bad until you know what to do. And then it becomes manageable, yeah. but it's also been nerfed also. I think the bosses are interesting. The second one, the, um, the tornado boss was arguably the tornado boss. No, dude, when she knows that the show is on, she will be like, "I'm sorry." Uh, like, when yeah, it, no, what are we talking about? You hit and ignore. Well, we're what are you about on? Your phone. You know what? Give it here. Give it here. Come on. Let's put it in the drawer. Give me the phone. Uh, I, 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 give I, me, I, I, give I can't. Me, give me I don't. The phone. I, I, I have to have it for emergencies. Uh, it's for emergencies. If the school wouldn't get sued over it, I'd take that fucking phone from you. I think that the Tornado Boy was probably one of the hardest bosses in the season originally. It's still not uh, a cakewalk. No. On Tyrannical, that is definitely the... Um, the rest of the bosses you can't sleep on, no, no, but that one can't. is the, are we going to make it or not check? Yeah, yeah, no, that one definitely lets you know real quick if your group's going to be able to handle it or not. The bosses in that dungeon feel like they've got a good amount of mechanics without mm -hmm. being too much. Yeah. Although I will say the amount that he spews out orbs is ridiculous. Yeah, no, it's a lot. Um, I think it's got to skip. Now, the thing is, that skip 
is almost the same problem that we had with Azure Vault, where we talk about, hey, once you nerfed Frost Bombs, that boss became like it might as well not exist. Like that skip is a skip that is so good that like it becomes a mandatory skip. It's like, which is a problem for Mythic Plus because if somebody joins the game in, let's say, Season 3 and Noku Defensive is back in the rotation, mm-hmm. assuming it's not going to be in the rotation for Season 2, that will be one that people will leave and shit on you instantly if you're a new tank. Tanking becomes much less something that people want to learn late in the game because they're skips, and if you don't know the skips, like you are going to be blasted for it. And yeah. that skip is so important. It's so much better to skip those trash packs that like, it's hard to be like, so arguably it's like that. That should have been fixed in a way that makes it not an auto include to do that skip. You know what I mean? Well, I mean like, it could just fix it to where it kicks you off the mount quicker and you can't. Yeah, but skip. like, but, but also if that was the fix, that would be like, like the option should be to me to fix that trash in the, the path up to bear yeah. that it becomes a decision instead of a, well, if you don't take the skip, then you're stupid because that is effectively the way it is now. That is a very forgiving timer relative to some of the other ones. Mm-hmm. But it effectively comes down to if you one shot the last boss, then you're probably gonna time that key. Just need a second storm slash. That's it. I think it's either A tier or B tier. I think you could go in between. Like I'd be okay with putting it on the line between the two if we had to pick one. For me, I just don't feel like it's there for A tier. Um, and you know what? I'll say this. Well, maybe this will push you over if it doesn't. I mean, it sounds like you're you're set on B tier, knowing you. But like, here's what I will say: whether it's tyrannical or whether it's fortified, that dungeon feels like it's hard enough either way, mm-hmm. and for different reasons. Like it feels like so it not manages like it, both weeks very well. Something Honestly, that we should... I, could, I could see that being A tier because if you nail that, that can be a situation where it's like, okay, this does what it's supposed to because it's not like, well, right now we just got healers skipping this week altogether because they are so Which hard is a bad find. design. Exactly. Like, bursting. So if, and, you get, uh, if you manage to get one that is equally difficult. The I next hate that week, dungeon on... Fucking Tarant, uh, Sanguine. Sanguine. Oh, Sanguine. No, fuck Sanguine. God, fuck that affect. Uh, I'll, uh, you know what? Also, it's though, that kills I, I, I hate the, the worst one on Sanguine. Ruby by Life far. Pools. Ruby Life Pools. Dude, we've seen that guy heal himself to full health so many fucking times. And can we also just acknowledge the fact that on the Sanguine weeks, it seems like the boss, all the trash mobs would stand for an extra three oh, seconds. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like all like, of a second, they have a half second to think about everything. Like three seconds, dude. It is not half a second. PvP half second. Okay, here's here's the list uh, for audio listeners. 
We've got S tier, Ruby Life Pools. A tier is Algathar Academy, Temple of the Jade Serpent, and Noku Defensive. B tier is Court of Stars in the Azure Vault. C tier is Shadow Moon Barrel Grounds. D tier, Halls of Valor. If there's one thing that we should do, that we should have thought about when we were doing this originally, because I did think about this when we sat down to do this, but I didn't mention it at all when we actually recorded it. Hmm. Affixes. Like, affixes are a bit of a different conversation, I would but think. But were there any dungeons that were drastically changed by week to week with affixes? Yeah. Ruby Life Pools is one. Like, Ruby Life Pools is definitely one. Azure Vault is definitely one. Um, that first pool completely changes. I think that Even I think what the way it really, you handle it doesn't change. I think but, what it really comes down to is is it a shitty affix? And if it is, is it a tight timer dungeon? Because if it is, that's going to feel bad. And like yeah, you said, sometimes like, that just might make people straight up not want to play at all, which like, it makes Algothar is objectively bad. Very design. complicated. Like, yeah. It, 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 because the bird boss just Dude, Grievous, way too. Algothar blows. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because on tyrannical. Yeah, they're just some of that shit, dude. To just Grievous like, blows. Yeah. Bursting isn't as bad. But what, like Problem I said, is, going over FX is really, like I said, that's that deserves a video in its own. It because should. we've already gone two hours and 20 minutes, like, which is, hey, that's a good length for uh for a podcast. Yeah. Hopefully. I mean, there's still it, some stuff I feel like we should probably. <laughs> certainly you uh disagree with our with our takes on the I feel like we were at least pretty fair, but if you disagree, you should let us know where. Uh and I'll tell you why you're wrong. And I'll give you a more objective argument, but I think I'm, that I is. Think, uh, I think it looks good to me. And if, honest, I gonna, like to if see you were going to move one, which one would you move? I mean, would you move it up or down? I would move Court of I'd, Stars. Up, I would maybe. move Cardus to Court of Stars as well. And it you would go down. down. It which would makes go sense. down. That's, that's consistent, baby. I consistent like, is chocolate drink. Now that's the deal. It's <laughs> a consistent chocolate drink. God damn it! Don't eat pallets. Like and subscribe uh, if you liked it. If you don't like it, dislike it. Remember, it beats and go that fuck like yourself. <laughs> no, don't go fuck yourself. But <laughs> um, if you don't like it, you could tell us why. That would uh, that would be useful. And you don't have to do that because, but it would help us out. And for that, how would that help? Say thank you, because then we know uh, something about what people didn't like. Which is we useful. What, we know what one person might not like. Hey, that's useful. Maybe. Don't be a lever. Oh, yeah, yeah. I say, you can be anything you want in the world, but you can't be a lever. Don't be a lever. Spank your beaver. <laughs>